And now, introducing the man who, upon learning the LL Bean, sells 35-inch waistline pants, raced home and yelled to his wife, Honey, break out the fancy plates. It's a celebration before dumping 100 hard-shell Taco Bell tacos on the dining room table. A man whose indie film G for Glendetta is in post-production, chronicling his war on clocks since, quote, these damn kids won't get off that damn TikTok, unquote. He is Glenn Clark. Good morning. We got to fix a couple of things. <laughs> Take a look at uh, Mimo and let's see what's going on. We got to, for some reason, it's, uh, we got we to gotta fix a bunch of stuff. Andrew Steck is with us this morning. You can definitely hear him. Whether or not you can see him, I don't know. Andrew Steck, say hello to everyone. Okay, we got to fix that too. So we got a lot of things we got to fix this morning. We got a lot of problems. We'll fix that as well. Hi, hi, hi. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Hey, man, we're working through it. I promise we'll get it right. That is a promise from me to you. All right, um, Andrew, let me let me try to talk to you again for a second here, if you don't mind. Yeah, good morning, There's Glenn. There's Andrew Stecka. He's here. We like that. That's a good thing. You love to see it. So that's part one of solving the problem. Part two, you uh, you got this? You on it? All right, we're on it. We're on it. Hi, what's going on in your world, pal? How are you? Not much. We were just talking about allergies. I know you're dealing with them, and yeah, you don't believe I'm dealing yourself. with them. You're in Arizona. You're in Arizona. There's no chance. I refuse to believe that you have any idea. Still, a, still a thing. Trust me. I, no. take a, I take an allergy pill every morning to deal with it out here, man. Trust me. Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't know if I believe you or not. I never. I felt one. Every day I lived in Arizona, I felt so healthy and vibrant. And yes, part of that is because I was 23 years old. That had something yeah. to do with it. I think that's the other part, too, being on the other side of, of 30 and, you know, heading downhill from there, I guess. Ah, uh, these things happen. These things happen. Hey, hey, look, man, I've, I've done everything I thought I was supposed to uh, it's, do. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I promise. Keep, keep at it. Keep at it. We're going to work through it. For Andrew, right now, what you are on the screen... Uh, you're you're the background of a Zoom meeting, so well, that's, that's probably for the better. I yeah, mean. right. I don't think anybody needed to see you this morning. That's the way that it goes. All right, it's Glenn Clark Radio. I am Glenn Clark. He is Paul Valley. Andrew Steck is hanging out with us this morning as well. Appreciate him being here. Today's show is also brought to you by Window Nation. The fall is calling. Sale is going on right now at Window Nation. Window Nation has phenomenal offers for you. Got two him. free windows. Right? Oh, you, oh, he's there now. We can see him. I love that. Two free windows for every two you buy. Buy four, get four free as well. Of course, also at Window Nation. Pay nothing for two full years. 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. Coming up on the program today, uh, we're going to hear segment two of the Tyus Bowser Show with special guest Dalen Hayes. A little bit later on, Randy Mueller, former NFL GM. John Harbaugh, is he the best coach in the NFL? Randy Mueller thinks he might be. We'll talk to him about that. Uh, KZ will be by for the Press Box Fantasy Football Show at 1130. Of course, we do that every Thursday morning at 1130. Brought to you by CCBC as well as Glory Days Grill and the Maryland Department of Transportation. The Press Box Fantasy Football Show. We will make our picks as well. A lot to do on the program today. Uh, Andrew, I'm very happy because of the results of yesterday's baseball games. They pleased me a great deal. Um, and I, you guys, I, I, I pose this to everyone. I, I cannot fathom a world in which Orioles fans are confused about who they're rooting for in this Astros Red Sox series. It makes not a lick of sense to me. 
Um, are are you are you a person that's still worked up about the Houston thing, or do you understand why it is this is driving me nuts? I, I'm I'm not worked up about it, but I'm also not openly rooting for it. What I was happy about yesterday is that I followed our good friend Jeremy Kahn's uh, idea to to bet on the Astros, and I did do that. So that's good news. Uh, so, yes. So I was rooting for them in that sense, but in a non betting sense, no, I'm not r- openly rooting for the Astros. I'm not openly rooting for any of these four teams that are left. Why? I don't. Why, you know, why, I'm why just, would why wouldn't you be rooting for the Braves? Because the they're the Braves. They're, they don't, don't do what, anything for me. Wait, but the, they're the least of all of the evils involved. Yeah, like, but they're, they're not evil in any way. Name the way in which I'm, they're evil. I'm not a root for the lesser of two evils kind of guy. But they're not. They're not. That's the point that I just made, though. They're not evil in any way. There's no world in which the Braves are evil. <sighs> they're evil in the sense that they're the Braves and they've what, what been there a ton mean? and they're. Uh, they haven't won a I World know. Series in nearly two decades. What are you talking about? Longer than if, that? No, they if, won in '95. Yeah, that was 26 years Mar- ago. If oh, Nick yeah, Markakis was, was right. still there, uh, I would definitely. If Nick Markakis was still there, I would definitely be on board in rooting for the Braves. But the fact that he's not there, it doesn't really do anything. It doesn't move me in any way. I don't understand. Like, again, it, this, is, this is crazy to me. I would root for them more if Nick Markakis was there. It would mean something <laughs> personal to me. But what is the point? Like, I, I'll never. What is the point of watching if you don't have something to root in? Other than I get you're going to say, well, to bet. Okay, fine. So bet on every game. God bless you. I don't. Right. I, I'll never understand having an interest in something. Somebody asked me yesterday, what if it was Astros-Dodgers? And I said, first of all, I'd obviously be rooting for the Astros. Like that's, There's no getting around that. But beyond that, um, if it was Dodgers-Red Sox, I probably would find myself being less inclined to want to watch. I get it. It's the World Series. To some extent, I would, I would have to. But it would be far more distracted viewing just for the sake of knowing who won the games. Like I would not be invested in it in any way if it was Dodgers-Red Sox because nothing about it could be pleasant to me. And, that's- See, and and I'm already there with the distracted viewing. I'm already there when it got down to these four teams. Like I guess- I, last night, I was watching a little bit more of the the NBA games. Even the Braves are a genuinely baseball. wonderful story. They lose Ronald Acuna. They lose their pitchers. They somehow find a way to be one game away from the World Series. That's an incredible story. Something about Atlanta sports just doesn't. The fans down there, it doesn't do it for me. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't really know what to make of that. I mean, that, I, 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 if you just don't like the state of Georgia, I don't, I don't know what you're. I really don't know what you're saying. <laughs> like, I just don't I, understand. I visited Georgia. Georgia's lovely. It's fine. It's beautiful down there. I just, it, there's nothing that's going to get me to root for them openly, even if it's rooting against something else. It's not. It's just not something that. But you're I'm not. You're not. You're not explaining that. You're just saying there's something, and then and when you don't, when you don't explain it, it makes me sound think like it's just something that's wrong with you. Which, by the way, eh, you know. Well, I, I would have. The, the I would have bet on that is, to begin with, right? Yeah, like, the jury is still you're, out. On you're that. not saying this is the reason why I can't embrace. You're just sort of using broad uh, platitudes, like I don't know. There's just something about them. Well, what? Like, what well, is it? You're saying it's a great story. I it's mean, an incredible story. How could you possibly you can, not think this would be an amazing story? You can come up with great stories for any of the four teams. No, you can't. Though. They're the effing Red Sox. There's nothing great about that story. <laughs> There's nothing. Zero for, great about the Red Sox. You for a Baltimore fan, I agree with you. For anyone. For a, for a, they've won three World Series. Like, There's nothing great about the Red Sox story. They're always there. That's that okay. nonsense. The, the Red Sox side of it, yeah, I, I agree. There's the Dodgers there, but- cannot be a great story. 
There no, is the Dodgers. It's the, the Dodgers opposite. No, they can't. They spent a billion dollars on baseball players. Ghosts. They can never be a great story. What are you doing? I really just wanted to come on here this morning to fire you. Go, up, God, I'm going to have an aneurysm. I got, yeah. I, I got, oh, God, I can't do this this morning. I'm all hopped up on Claritin. I hate you. Did you see on Good Morning Football yesterday? He's trying to pretend like the Dodgers were a good story. Yeah. I got a heartfelt story about the Dodgers. Did you see on Good Morning Football yesterday where Chris Carter was on there and was saying the Ravens aren't the best team in the AFC because somebody could get significantly hurt and then it'll all fall apart? <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's kind of the role that Andrew's playing right now. He's the Chris Carter of the Glenn Clark no, Radio F Show. yourself, right now. man. This is this thing that I don't do. We don't just say things for the sake of saying them. The well, Dodgers I mean, look, a good story. With what Houston, the hell? With Houston, it's it's a obviously with everything they went through winning their previous World Series, it would be a kind of a prove it World Series for them. The Dodgers, it's kind of a prove it World Series as well because there are people out there who still think the fact that they won last year in a shortened season. You're comparing is a, a storyline to a good story. It's not a good story. There's nothing heartfelt about that. You can't. Even what's hard? What's heartfelt about the Braves other than they lost Ronald Acuna? What, what part of that do you not understand? They lost Ronald Acuna. They were out of first place for the entirety of the season. Had to make a hard charge despite not having their best players and haven't won a World Series in over two decades. How is that hard to figure out? It just doesn't move me. Um, I mean, I, I don't know what's wrong with your heart. I don't understand that Grinch Stetka has joined us this morning live <laughs> from overlooking a Whoville currently where he's preparing to go steal all of their roast beast. What? If it was the if it was the Marlins or the Mets out of that division, I mean, not maybe the, the Mets can also not be a good story. They're the Mets. Stop. That can't well, be a good story. When's the last time the Mets won? I understand they're the Mets. Like they can never, ever, ever be a good story. You can only root for the Mets if you love the Mets. There's no world in which other people can embrace the Mets. They're like the least likable franchise in all of baseball. My God. Um. I, I, this is such a weird bit to me. Like I, I'll never, I'll never understand this. Never I don't find the, I don't find the Braves inherently more likable than the Mets. I, none of them move, move the needle for me. This is so. You're, you, and you're still not presenting anything. <laughs> I think we're acting like the Braves are some small market like team and they're just like they're not they've been a big deal for many There's, many years but this is i get the, that they haven't is, won a world series in this is the years. goofy bit there really aren't any small market teams like sure Andrew, that's, that's the goofy bit that we do here when we say well they're not really a small market team no one is pittsburgh's not a small market cincinnati's not a small market baltimore's not a small market there's no team in 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 wichita kansas there's no <laughs> team in sioux city there's no team in Schenectady. These aren't small markets. Now, I get it. Like we're, we're doing this in context, and we're saying, well, Atlanta's a bigger market than some of these other places are. But that's, a, that's kind of a goofy bit, too. The idea is it's a franchise that hasn't been there, that you haven't seen it coming, that no one predicted was going to be in this spot and has a chance to do something. We all assumed that the Giants-Dodgers series was really the NLCS. Every single one of us sure. thought that was the case. And now there's a team that can upend that. That's a good story. But the Braves are how also a national... and how dark very, is your heart? The Braves are also a very national brand because of their affiliation back in the day with TBS. That's we also saw why a lot playoffs. of people like them, bro. It's right, we saw them every year in the playoffs. They won the One World Series. It's just... Like I said, it doesn't, it doesn't move anything for me. Oh, oh. I'm watching the games. I'm 
you know, I'm I'm enjoying the baseball, the playoff high level intense baseball. I'm just not openly rooting for any of these teams, other than if I've bet on them. I, I, I don't I don't have the words. I don't have the words for this. Trust me. I, I, every single uh, uh, Proctor. Yes, uh, we all agree. I would rather. I would far rather Nick Marcakis still be on the team, and it would make it more personal if that were the case. This isn't about it being personal. It's about it being the baseball playoffs. And if I'm going to be in, I'm going to be in, and this is what I have to root for. On the flip side, um, I am. I don't care. I'm openly rooting for the Astros. I made that abundantly clear, and I'm not going to change that unless they face the Braves in the World Series, in which case they're scumbags, and I will root against them, and they're terrible people, and I can't believe you guys were embracing them during the course of the ALCS. But other than that, I'm rooting for the Astros. (laughs) That's the way that it goes. All right, what's going on in your world? What, 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 are, are you still writing for places? I don't even know what's happening with you because you disappeared from us for a few months. I'm really not. Well, I was, I was out there in the summer. I, I believe you remember. I, oh, I do. I do remember that. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, I'm not really writing much anymore. I'm, uh, I dove full head into doing a podcast uh, about Tottenham Hotspur, the, the, the soccer team I support, um, and kind of just, just doing that and watching watching a lot of football watching watching the baseball playoffs trying to get into the start of the the hockey and the basketball seasons and and doing a doing a lot of gambling now that gambling is legal out here in arizona ah, yeah, which go, I know, go f yourself I, I i know that you guys are having a little bit of problems with back there Fair, in that's that go screw go yeah. screw man i don't care for that whatsoever by the way uh, just a reminder we still encourage everyone to email swark s-w-a-r-c at mlis.state.md.us. Again, I know it's a lot. Swark, S-W-A-R-C, at mlis.state.md.us. Tell them how you feel about the fact that we are still dragging our feet. All we did was pass sports betting with 70% approval. I don't know how many issues in the world would be passed with 70% approval. I, I genuinely don't know. If we all got together and asked reasonable questions like, do you love puppies? I'm not sure it would get 70% approval on a ballot because more than 30% of us love to be a-holes. If we put something obvious like, what's the best type of cookie? I think there would be at least 35% of, 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 of people that have no brains that would say chocolate chip just because they haven't thought through it. I don't think we can get 70% of people to agree on anything, but we did with sports betting. Swark, S-W-A-R-C, at mlis.state.md.us. Email them right now. Tell them how you feel. Call them. uh, Don't use particularly bad language. Just say something like, this is poppycock. That's what I ask for. This is poppycock. Um, what do you think the conversation we? Uh, by the way, and while that, while I say that, I do want to remind you, this part is important. I do want to remind you that the all-new FanDuel Sportsbook is coming soon to live casino and hotel in Hanover, Maryland. It's your chance to win big right in your own backyard. Bet on every sport with self-service kiosks and watch all the action from the best seat in the house. Make every moment more at the all-new FanDuel Sportsbook at live casino and hotel in Hanover. Look forward to being able to. Make some bets at the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel. All right. Uh, what do you think of the conversation we had yesterday about starting pitching? Um, it's, it's, it's another one of those things. This is going to sound like a cop-out, and I swear it's not. 
it's another one of those things that I'm just kind of laying down and accepting. It doesn't, it, it's not something that I'm getting fired up about. The game has been moving this way for years, really. I mean, maybe even a decade uh, in terms of just starting pitchers doing less in terms of in- innings eating. Um, and I, do, I definitely think it's weird. I mean, it's weird that we're throwing relievers out there for the first inning, second inning, and then bringing in a traditional quote unquote starting pitcher. Um, to, to try and eat up more innings, but the outs have to come, you know, it's, there's 27 outs in a game that they have to come at some point. But to be clear, this is not something that happens in the regular season. This happens in the postseason because every game is more important. Now, I get it. The Rays do stuff like this in the regular season, but the Dodgers weren't doing this in the regular season. Well, we saw the Orioles even even dabble with bullpen games and those yes. kinds of things. The Orioles the time, don't have starting pitchers. That's the- right, as I was going to say. But that's because of a lack of of actual starting pitching. Um, and and frankly, some of these teams are actually dealing with when you get into a a, a series of seven games and. You know, you're trying to manage guys going on short rest and having guys injured. And by the I mean, way, I do think there's a difference between true bullpenning and what we're seeing from a team like the Dodgers, where they're just bringing starting pitchers out of the bullpen during the right. course. Of the, that's about trying to to maximize what you get from your best pitchers. And clearly, the the Urias thing is is obviously being second guessed by them. But I get it. The games, the, these are the ones that matter. You have to win these games. You have to have your best pitchers pitch. Well, the thing that I didn't understand in the division series is why Gabe Kapler wouldn't have just rolled out the same lineup he would have had Urias been starting. Like, that's the thing that, you know, why would the first inning alter everything that you're going to do for the rest of the game when there's eight more innings to play after that? Um, and that's kind of the the cat and mouse game, I guess, that you get between these managers during a playoff game. Right. Is why, why are you setting your line? If you know that somebody's not going to pitch for multiple innings, why are you setting a lineup based on who that pitcher is? I And I... That's a that's a completely different conversation, um, and and somebody might say it's something to do with National League Baseball. I disagree. Like that's, I, I you send the guys up to the plate that you think are your best. Put together a completely wonky lineup, a non traditional lineup where you have you know all of your left handed hitters hitting the first inning, even if they're not traditionally guys that would be at the top of your line. Do whatever you got to do. You know what I mean? Like whatever you got to do in order to work around it. It's a different conversation, obviously. Um, I, I am. I can't I can't get worked up about this. I can't pretend like this is some issue that's going to fail baseball or is going to kill baseball. The fact that and, and it's and again, it feels like we're talking about different issues here. The thing that we're freaking out about freaking out about in the playoffs isn't the same thing that happens in the regular season. Bullpenning happens in the regular season only when you don't have enough starting pitchers. Teams right. aren't choosing to do it in spite of their solid solid starting pitchers. Now, that's a different problem, and it speaks to other... This is when we don't want to address the real issue, the disparity in how much teams are spending, and we want to address other issues instead and say, well, maybe that'll force teams to spend more, right? Like, maybe if we somehow create a rule that forces teams to have to, to start their pitcher for a certain number of innings then that'll force them to spend more money on starting pitching, right? So if we can't create a salary floor or a salary cap, like if we can't do that, then maybe we can do other things that force their hand a little bit in order to spend money. But do you really want that rule to exist? Do you really want a – like, 
whatever the rule will be. Your your starter has to go at least three innings, something like that. If a guy's getting rocked, can't get anyone right. out in the second inning of a game, and has given up eight runs, do you really want to leave that guy in for another inning? Is that something we really want to have to come to baseball because we've decided that we need the pitchers to pitch for three innings every game? Yeah, and that none of that makes sense either. And to your point, they're already, I mean, starting pitchers already make a boat ton of money. Well, the, so yeah. it's, you know, it's not like you are looking to spend the money in the right or wrong places. It's just a matter of these are the guys you pay a lot of money already. Why aren't you leaning on them as workhorses? And some of this has to do with long-term health of, of, of pitchers and right. those kinds of things. But, you know, if you talk to any of the older players from, from previous generations, guys like Ross Grimsley, you know, they're going to tell you, we used to do this. Why, why can't these guys in a newer generation with, with better technology in terms of workouts and, and, and health regimens and, and all those things, why can't these guys go out and be throwing 225, 230 innings a season? Um, and it's just not something we see much of anymore. I mean that's the reality of it. I, mean, I that it is bizarre though because of, because of those things. Like why why are these guys who are getting paid well, significantly we more? Think, we think we have more data that says that's not a good idea. That I mean that's the reality. But in fairness, and that like, may be true. It, in fairness, it's not as if Max Scherzer didn't just come out of the bullpen, you know, for the Dodgers in Game Five. Like it's not as if. If you're a good pitcher, they're willing to use you in the playoffs when the games mean more. That the idea that they're not using you more in the regular season, I, I don't know. Well, and Scherzer's, I, I, yeah, Scherzer's actually a perfect example of this because he's deal, now dealing with or, or was dealing with this dead arm thing right. that he claims is happening. So what do we learn? Like, yeah. I, I, I'm, I, it's a, it's a, I'm in a weird spot because I think the point, the only part of the point that stands up is the part of the point where like it's good for players for starting pitching to be more valuable because starting pitchers can make a lot of money, right? Like That's the only part of the point that makes a lot of sense to me is that the Players Association, I think, would want starting pitching to be super valuable. But I, I don't know what's the problem we're actually trying to solve. I don't know if the actual problem is the length of the games, right? Which, like... I'm not going to argue the length of the games is insane, but as I said yesterday, it's because the commercial breaks and the playoffs are five minutes long. Yeah, the, so, the length of the game has nothing to do with the, the number of pitchers being used or pitching change. Like, the you, games are just long. You and did address that a little bit with the three-batter rule, too, by the way. like it's, They tried to, yeah. yeah. Um, the length of the game is in part because these are the games that, again, these are the games that matter. You're not going to get to a game during the course of the playoffs where a team's going to say, yeah, we'll just roll this guy out of here for the next five innings, take his lumps. Like They, they have to win these games. They've got to over-strategize. I tend to wonder if the problem that we're trying to address is appeasing older fans who aren't used to this. I maybe I, I I don't know, and that's the issue. Like I need to know what the actual problem is. What is the actual problem? What is the actual issue that we're trying to solve? And if the actual issue issue is we want the Rays to spend more money on pitching, okay, I'm I'm listening. Are you going to institute a salary floor? I don't think the owners are ever going to go for it. Are but who are the people we hear about complaining about this idea of starters not going deep into games and 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 relievers starting games and starters coming in after relievers? Who are the people we most hear complaining about that? It's a different generation. It's older guys, older fans, older players, older analysts, older pundits. Like to me, I I, I always sit around and think, who are the people being loudest about this? Right. And are we just trying to appease them because by this having is, this, this conversation? This is what they used to like, right? Like this, like because me. this is 
Right, because it's not the tradition of the game, and it's not how the game has always been. It's like me and... asking for rappers to not mumble anymore. Like it, right. it's, it's over. Like it's over. <laughs> it's that's, over. That's yeah, what it's they a different. Do. It's, it's just, a different thing now. I have to accept that this is the way it works. And and, and are we are we all just like appeasing the old man yells at cloud crowd, or is there something actually wrong with this? Well, I, look, I'm in favor of trying to you know do something about the time of the games. I am 100% in favor of trying to do something about the time of the games. It's going on forever, but at the same time, it's also the playoffs. But to the point you made... These are the games that matter. To the point you made, and I and I think to the point that that, that even Forrester made the other day, like we'll sit and that's watch not a sentence to... that anyone has ever said before in their life. I, I know that's the I know. first I'm, time that sentence I'm, has ever been uttered. I'm breaking barriers here. Yeah. To, we'll sit and watch a three and a half hour NFL game, no problem, and be attached to every play. Why aren't we sitting and watching a three and a half hour baseball game and being oh, attached be, to every pitch? Because they play 162 of them. That's not hard Cor- to figure out. <laughs> Correct. But even in the postseason, it's like. You know, not everyone is super tuned into a a a, a nine three Dodgers Braves game on TBS for three and a half hours. More so, they're definitely more so. I mean, the ratings bear that out. There, there's way more, and you can just watch Twitter. There are way more people that are still tuned in and watching as those games go along in the postseason. That, well, that, and that's why I think a lot of this is the the old the older crowd. The you know, the old man yells at cloud crowd right um that is that is complaining the, about these the, the things. old man yells at crowd which they do a lot too for what it's worth that's a, lot, too, of, that's a too. lot of old men yelling at crowds all right i have to take a break here because i just realized we have to get four breaks in in an hour and a half and we have you and kz's coming in and i gotta play the ties but there's just way too much going on you're gonna hang out throughout the course of the morning right yeah i'm right. here andrew steck is with us when we come back in we're gonna listen to segment number two of the Tyus bowser show from this week uh, Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Every seat is the best seat at M&T Bank Stadium. Don't miss a moment of Ravens football this season. Single game tickets are now available at BaltimoreRavens.com slash tickets. What's up, everybody? This is Ty's Bowser. I can't wait to see you guys for the Ty's Bowser show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out, you can watch the show on live on Pressbox Facebook page or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out PressboxOnline.com slash Bowser. We'll see you all season long for the Ty's Bowser show. That first sip. That first bite. Mmm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. Hey, it's KZ. The Pressbox Fantasy Football Show is back, as always, on Thursdays. You can catch it at 1130. We're brought to you this year, CCBC and Glory Days Grill. You can catch the show two ways, Facebook.com slash Pressbox Sports or PressboxOnline.com slash radio. The slash radio is if you want to listen. On Facebook is if you actually want to see my ugly face. We're going to have a lot of fun this year. DFS, daily lineups, keepers, all kinds of fun stuff. Please tune in, Pressbox Fantasy Football Show every Thursday, 11.30 a.m. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a wide range of models and trim lines. You can choose the perfect Toyota to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. 
The latest edition of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Mike Ashley dives in on 20 seasons for Brenda Freeze as the head coach of the Maryland women's basketball team as she looks back but also looks forward. Plus, we introduce you to men's and women's college basketball players from every D1 program in the area. And the very first Baltimore interview with Elijah Green, the son of former Raven Eric Green, who could well be the Orioles' pick with the number one spot in next year's MLB draft. Pressbox is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores, and you can always find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. If you miss anything, don't forget that you can find whole shows later on Spotify, Apple, or Amazon Podcast. It's Glenn Clark Radio. All right, back in here on GCR. Glenn Clark, Andrew Stecka is with us uh, for the, the totality of the morning. We're going to do the Press Box Fantasy Football Show a little bit later on. Today's show also brought to you oh, by our friends at, oh, this one's brought to you by Underdog Fantasy Football. We love Underdog Fantasy Football. I know KZ hit big recently on Underdog Fantasy Football, just playing a $5 ticket that turned into $100. One, and it was all overs, which is what makes it fun. Played five overs on player props and hit big. Steka, you had a bit of a player prop disaster recently, did you not? I did. I did. Um, I was on the – well, you guys you guys talk about FanDuel all the time. I can yep. mention FanDuel. I was, I was betting on the FanDuel, the, the Pat McAfee parlay last Thursday night for the Eagles-Bucks game. We definitely don't need to put him over. He's doing quite fine. <laughs> Well, yeah, no, but I mean, he he puts out these these parlays, and it was a five way parlay that was a uh, plus twelve thirty seven, and uh, needed needed the needed one last thing to hit on it, and that was Tom Brady over one and a half rushing yards. Yeah, he of course dove for three yards on the final drive on third and one, but then took a couple kneel downs, and it <sighs> took him back under the one and a half. Boy, that is just too bad. That is just too bad. That is yeah. just too bad. Uh, but you can have fun playing with underdog fantasy football, player props, uh, parlays, things along those lines. It's not just the traditional fantasy football games that you've known for some time. It does feel like betting with underdog fantasy football. Download the underdog app or go to underdogfantasy.com. Deposit $10 and when you or more, and when you do, use the code PRESSBOX, and we'll give you $10 free to play with with underdog fantasy football. So we listened to segment number one yesterday. We're going to listen to segment number two today. The Tyus Bowser Show live from Twain's Tavern in Pasadena this week with special guest Dalen Hayes. Uh, we do it every couple. You know, it's it's sporadic, right? We we have eight dates scheduled for the year. Our next one will be next Tuesday. It's a private show at the Center Club, but we're going to give away some tickets for you to come join us tomorrow. Um, when we jump back in, I asked Tyus a question. Oh, by the way, there's something fun we do. We do uh, some audience questions in this segment, which is the first time we've done that. It was really neat. I asked Tyus a question. I asked him, who's got the most drip on the Ravens roster? And uh, who's got the least drip on the Ravens roster? And he names names. Let's listen right now. Segment number two of the Tyus Bowser Show. And I want to know who on the team has the least drip. I want to know who on the team looks the most like they should maybe be like hosting shows on a Tuesday night like I do because they just don't have it. Oh, man. I just feel like with the different guys we have, like everybody's different with mm -hmm. their with their dress and their drip. Their but be honest. But to be honest, um, I'm going to name a few of them okay. that do have <laughs> right. who has some good attire. Um, 
I'm going to say Deshaun Elliott. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say Rashad Bateman. He's impressed me. Wait, who? Uh, Bateman. Bateman. Okay, Bateman. Bateman. Yeah. Young guy. He's yeah, got some drip. Guy. He does. He I mean, really he was a does. first round pick. He got a little bit of cash. He got like, to, man. Uh, let me see who else. Hmm. I'm going to say me, of course. Right, right. Yeah, yeah I mean, obviously. Me. Obviously. Um, if I was to name a few that doesn't, I don't want to put people on the spot like that, man. I mean, but there's got to be somebody in the locker room that everybody busts on all the time. And, like, they know. They know. <laughs> mm, there's a name. Glenn, I got one. Name. Good pause, good pause, good pause. We're on the pause. But... Um, I feel like I feel like Marlon is a hit or miss, man. <laughs> Marlon is a hit or miss, but he's his own guy, and we understand that. We know him well enough to be like, that's Marlon, and right. Marlon's gonna do him, you know. So I'm gonna put Marlon as a hit or miss guy. Um, Bradley Bozeman. Bradley Bozeman. Bradley Bozeman. Um, I mean. I don't think he, I just, he just he's doesn't a different care. cat. Like, he doesn't just, care. He's a different, he's See, a different, I'm gonna go yeah. ahead. I'm gonna just elect the entire offensive line. <laughs> I was just saying. Line, I'm gonna just. Yeah. But it's it's hard to have at that size, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, right. No, yeah, like, no, 100%. You kind of gotta rock with. To which, no fault of their own. Right. Yeah. Exactly. No right. It's what happens. It's absolutely still the offensive line. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I might put the tight ends in that group too. Oh no. I might put the tight ends in. Oh no. But I mean, is it the type where they just don't care? They, they don't care. It's just, okay. you know, casual, you know, just throwing some stuff. All right, let me get to the stadium. They're not let trying. They're not trying. They're not trying. They're, They're not just trying. cool with, like, who they yeah, are. I'm talking about the ones who's actually, I guess the ones who's actually trying, who's trying to impress, who's trying to, you know. I think Marlon's the, the most shocking like, one on the list. He tries some things every now and he then. He tries a lot of things <laughs> in a lot of cases. He but you got to understand he's yeah. Marlon and he's going to do that. And right. we accept that. You know what I'm saying? So with Marlon, he's a hit or miss guy. You know, you just got, he's in his own category. <laughs> Everybody is over here. Marlon's in his own I didn't own intend category. for this to start a fight. No. I didn't intend no, for man, this. ain't trying to start no fights, man. What you saying? He's, he's really good at football, though. So, he's great at football. Yeah, he's really he's good at football. It more than makes up for yeah. it in that way. We're going to yeah. be all right. We're going to be all right that way. Hey, Glenn, um, we have our first question over here. Excellent. Tony, who we got? Uh, my name's Pete. I'm right here in, from Pasadena, Maryland. Thanks, Pete. What's your question, man? My question is, uh, Kanye changed his name to Ye now. If you could change your name to anything, what would it be? And do you mess more with Kanye or Little Flip being from Houston? You said, do I, do I like... A uh, little flip from Houston, like would you, his music. Would you perform? Yeah, flip is from He's Houston. He's sort of ranking right? rank Kanye and Lil Flip. Being if you could change your name to anything, uh -huh. what would it be? Mm -hmm. And do you prefer Flip over Ye? Yay. <laughs> yay. Yeah, it's yay. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Um, if I could change my name to anything. I would, I mean, I'll just go with my nickname, uh, Tybo. I'll just go with that. Tybo. Tybo. T-Y-B-O. I mean, that makes sense. How long have you, like, when was the first time somebody called you Tybo? I want to say it was my first year. I remember, like, hearing Sizz and a few other guys just call me Tybo because they just 
don't want to call me by my full name or just Taya. So they just call me Tybo. It works. Sure. Yeah. It works. So, I mean, I'm cool with that. I work with that. And to answer the second question, yay, not ye, yay. 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 Yeah, like that. <laughs> yay over Lil Flip. I'm going to go with yay. Yay has some very good music, man. So I'm going to go with yay. D- Dalen, you got any nicknames? You got... Oh, oh, boy, there's another story here. Uh-oh. We're going to turn. need to know this story. You hit that turn no, and pause. I don't got no nicknames. I just go No, back. come on. Uh, the PG-rated nickname? <laughs> nah, uh, I just go by day. Damn, nah, dude. nah, I don't really right, got too many was, nicknames. That was kind of a letdown. You kind of let me down with the way you built that All up, right, Dale. So my middle name is Marvin. Okay. So I get clowned a lot about that. People also, like, when I start acting, like, corny or, like, dorky. They call you Marvin, then. All right. All right. So, like, when you play basketball, you probably got a lot of Marvin. For sure. (laughs) I wouldn't elect to be called Marvin. I don't know if I had a choice. (laughs) All right. Let's go back over to Tony. Tony. Yeah, we got another one here. What position did you play when you were younger? you say that one more time, bud? What position did you guys play when you were younger? Rec League, Pop Warner. Is this in football, basketball? Football. football? Yeah, Tyus was well, a basketball hey, player. I'll, take, I'll, I'll add on to it. I'll piggyback. Give us position in football, and then what else did you play as We were youth? just talking about that. We were just having that conversation. Um, football, I played quarterback. I played defensive end. Those were my main two positions growing up. Dalen, what about you? Yeah, um, I played running back. I played running back, corner, safety, linebacker, defensive end, all that stuff, man. I all at the same time, too, which was remarkable. Like, they would just line them up and say, go, just go, go get at it. Just go. That's what it was all about, man. It's just about having fun, you know, just kind of feeling stuff out. But, I mean, for me, it was just about being a football player, you know. I'm going to ask the same question for you. What position did you play? Uh, do you play? I play shortstop, second, and pitcher in baseball. What's your best position? Out of um, all of them. Second. Second base? Okay. I like that. There you go. There like you go. That. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Appreciate you. Um, uh, we're going to get back to these questions. Thank you. Keep, keep coming up and seeing Tony. You got a question. We're going to do this here in the second segment. Uh, I want to thank the Maryland Department of Transportation for making the show possible. If you follow a tractor trailer too closely, it can't see you and you can't see what's in front of him. Tailgating could change our lives forever if a truck stops quickly. Can you don't tailgate trucks? This message brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation, State Highway Administration. You got another one, Tony? I do got it. I'll chase him down. Boy, came up here in Lamar's college jersey, I think. Oh, that's Tyler. That's our guy Tyler from the Special Olympics. Tyler, where'd you, you go, bud? Do you have a question or did you just come say hi to me? Oh, yeah, okay, I figured that much. We love What kind of car do you guys use when you guys drive? What kind of car do it's I drive? a great drive? question. Yeah. Like, a da- like a daily driver? The daily. What's your daily? What's my, what's my what? What's your daily driver? What are you daily. driving every day? Oh, um, a Mercedes. Ooh. Drive Mercedes. Was what this class? a dream car? Was this something what that... What class? What class? GLE. Of course it is. Oh. Wait, so tell me about... Was this the car you always wanted? Was this what you knew you were going to get when you... Um, it, was, it was like a last minute. But it's definitely a car that I love to drive. Wait a second. Did you say you bought a Mercedes last minute? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I didn't have a car. That's a very normal sentence. I used to drive drive a a Dodge Hellcat, and I traded it in to a a GLE Mercedes. So, I mean, 
it was it was kind of up in the air. If I've heard it once, I've heard it a million times. It was up in the air, but when you when you driving and you have people pulling up beside you, you know, revving up in engines and wanting to race you and stuff all the yeah. time, man, you know, <laughs> you gotta, you it kind of gets know. old. And you know, I'm I'm 26 year old. I'm 26 years old. You know, I just want to kind of mature a little bit and kind of move on from you know the fast cars. But was was the Hellcat the one that you? What was the one when you were when you were a kid? Oh, a Dodge what, Hellcat. That was the one. That was the one. That was Dodge the one. Hellcat, yes. You always wanted that. Always one. wanted. Dalen, um, you're making just as much money as Tyus, obviously. So you probably have like three <laughs> Mercedes by this point, <laughs> right? No, no, no. I'm trying to catch up to Tabo. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, we uh, we drive. Uh, what are you driving? The same. The same. Mercedes, Mercedes. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, Mercedes, all right, very AMG. Was that your dream car, or do you still have, like, when you get Tyus's contract, what's the car you want to get? Um, you know, as far as the truck go, it's a coupe. So, like, I, I would be cool with the truck, but, like, as far as a car, I might have to get, like, the, the what is it called, bro? Sedan version of the AMG? You better not be asking me. I've never heard of these like things the, outside my tax bracket. I don't know. What's like the what's like the sedan version of a of an AMG? Like a GLS or something? Like a GLS? A Viper? Oh yeah. A Viper? A Viper. Yeah, I, nice. I like that. I like that a lot. I don't know what that is. You got another one, Tony, got back over here. here from the young in here. Um, if you weren't a football player, what would you do for a living? It's a great question. That's a great That's question. A good question. Man. Um if I wasn't playing football, I would um be going back to school, um, get my master's in architecture, and I kind of like move in that direction of, you know, different buildings. I always wanted to um, kind of sketch, kind of blueprint my own stadium, football stadium, basketball arena. That's kind of like my main goal. So if I wasn't playing football, that's what I'd definitely be that's doing. That's cool, man. Is that is that always been there? Like you always like you can you can ask my mom. You can go to the house right now. I still have like sketches when I was his age, sketching stadiums and you know looking them up online or on uh, PlayStation, PlayStation Two, looking at them and trying to make them just like that. So wow, that's, that's awesome. That. Dalen, what about you, man? What would you be doing if if you weren't a football player? Um, honestly, I love working with with kids, like in youth, just like you. Um, so you got probably, you kind of already worked into that world a little bit, right? Yeah, I do. I did it a lot when I was back at Notre Dame. I haven't really been able to like really get in the flow here just because you know rookie year is so busy. But um, you know, for me, it would probably just be doing some form of you know not for profit organization. Uh, I would want it to be ran by my family. Um, so you know, probably anything with working with inner city youth or any youth in general. Uh, just trying to get back and work with, you know, that's it's really a passion of mine. So awesome. it's just something that I would really love to tap into. That's awesome, man. What are you going to be when you grow up, by the way? Um, I think a YouTuber because they make a lot of money. They do. They do. That's the world hey, now, getting on hey, YouTube, bro. That's the, that's the new American dream right I'm, there, right? Hey, Don't be a YouTuber. So, hey, and they making a lot of money you off of tell me. I'm, I'm trying. I'm a grown-up <laughs> trying to be a YouTuber. <laughs> I'm mad at my guidance counselor for not knowing that was coming when I was a kid, man. Like... Wasted a lot of time in my life. Should have just been on YouTube. What about you? What do I want to do when I grow up? Yeah. No idea. This is the only skill I have, and I'm not that good at it. I don't know what I can possibly <laughs> do. No idea what I could possibly do. Uh, anybody else? Anybody get one? We got time for one more. Who wants to get the last one in for Tyus and Dalen? One more? Right over here. Right over here. Come on, bud. One more. I want to tell everybody that Window Nation's got Hey, this is, listen. I'm a, we got a local celebrity now. This is a star running back. 
for the Pasadena Bucks, Dylan Jackson. Oh, boy. Just led us to a victory over Brooklyn Park. First time the organization's ever beat Brooklyn Park. That's what's up. Strong. All right. When do you think you got your hardest hit? Hardest hit? Hardest like one hit. that they took or one they delivered? One they took. I mean hit. I mean delivered. Okay. We'll do both. Oh, man. I want to say this was... I want to say 2018, 2000, yeah, 2018, we was uh, in Cleveland, and um, I forgot the running back name. He caught a screen and was just shaking, trying to, you know, twisting and turning and stuff, and as soon as he turned backwards, I was right there in front of him, and I just smoked him. <laughs> I forgot his name. Uh, not Chubb? Like not Chubb. Uh, what's the other one? Had to be before Chubb, Kareem, right? But Kareem Hunt was still... Kareem Hunt. It was Kareem, it was Kareem Hunt. Hunt. Okay. He caught a screen, and I was coming from the backside. I was rushing. I came from the backside, and he was mixing, switching everything, and he turned around, and I just smoked him right in the face. Bam. Whoa. I'm on the ground. He's like, hey, man, that's a good hit, dog. <laughs> I was like, appreciate it. Respect, right? Yeah. Respect, like, what can man, you say? Respect. respect. Yeah. Dalen, what about you? Hardest hit you ever gave? My hardest hit I probably ever gave probably came in training camp this year. It wasn't even on a tackle. It was on a pulling guard. It was Ben Cleveland. Yeah. Dude, that's the largest human being I've ever seen in my life. Seen big, like Ben is. Yeah. So he was pulling around. Um, and as a defensive end, we have to, we have to spill the ball like we're, we're, we're the force players. So Ben was coming, pulling around, and I saw my read, and I went down the line, and we just went head <laughs> up, knocked him down. But... Yeah, that was probably the what? first. That was probably the biggest. I mean, biggest hit to date. if I if it was that dude, I'd apologize. I'd be like, bro, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't want to throw hands. Nah, so he ended, up, game, he ended up being concussed. He ended up being concussed oh. for like a couple of weeks because it, it, we just it, it was just the way that we hit. But like, yeah, we went pretty hard. Bro. Oh man, oh, yeah, it was a big that one. That is rough. That dude might be 12 foot tall. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 12 foot tall. Yo, make some, we got. Can, you want to get one more in? Do we have one more? No? Too all shy? Right. All, all right. right. That's all right. That's that all right. We got to wrap, wrap up anyway. Thank you guys for your questions, man. That was fun. I'm glad we did that. That was a lot of fun. Y'all make some noise one more time for Tyus Bowser, Dalen Hayes. Let me get an obligatory uh, first division game coming up on Sunday. You know, everything you've done so far really good, but obviously this one's anyway. Thank you guys for your questions, man. That was fun. I'm glad we did that. That was a lot of fun. Y'all make some noise one more time for Tyus Bowser, Dalen Hayes. All right, back. Uh, we're going to let you uh, go listen to the rest of that as uh, it finishes up in uh, the archives right now. At uh, glennclarkradio.com, the end of the uh, Tyus Bowser show. is We, we are up against it time-wise here on GCR today, unfortunately. It's just the way that it goes. Not a lot that we can do about it. Um, but uh, appreciate those guys being out with us on Tuesday night. Again, we'll have our next show for you next week. We'll come back in. Andrew Stecka is with us today. By the way, the Tyus Bowser Show brought to you by Great Eights Memorabilia and Pressbox. If you want to find out more about where it's going to be, when, go to pressboxonline.com slash Bowser and find it there. And, of course, Great Eights Memorabilia, giving you the opportunity to meet Justin Tucker for free. All you got to do is bring out Thanksgiving food this November to Jerry's Toyota to benefit Harvest of Hope. Find out more. Great Eights Memorabilia.com with the number eight. Great, the number eight S Memorabilia. Dot com in order to find out more. 
come back in. Randy Mueller is going to join us in a few minutes, former NFL GM. Thinks Sean Harbaugh might be the best coach, coach in the NFL. We'll talk about that. And we've got some other things I want to get to with Steck and Paul. That's coming up. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Glory Days Grill's popular Oktoberfest menu is back, and it features their delicious chicken schnitzel, two chicken cutlets, hand-breaded in herb panko, and pan-fried until golden brown, served with mustard cream sauce, mashed potatoes, and roasted vegetables. Their menu also includes your favorites, like the Oktoberfest Brewer's Platter, Brewer's Sausage Sandwich, Prussian Pretzel Rolls, Slam Dunk Pretzels, and Apple Cobbler. All of these meals pair well with their many Oktoberfest beers and Angry Orchard on Drag. Dine on their patios or in their dining room, or order online at glorydaysgrill.com and pick up your favorites to take home. Glory Days Grill has been proud to serve the community for the last 25 years. Thank you, fans. I've driven my tractor trailer millions of miles, and I've seen it all. The next time you change lanes when driving, remember, because of the sheer weight and size of my truck... I'm not able to stop quickly if you cut me off and brake suddenly. One wrong decision could change our lives forever. Trucks need room to stop. Don't cut it close. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration. The biggest pro wrestling stars today and all time all have one thing in common. You've heard them on Jobbing Out. Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks. Thanks for having us, man. Appreciate it. The great Kurt Angle. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. And Matt Riddle. Yeah, man. Thanks, man. The champ, Drew McIntyre. Oh, thank you for having me. The great Ron Simmons. Damn. Keith Lee. Appreciate you guys having me, man. Bill Goldberg. My pleasure. Charlotte. Thank you so much for having me. Mick Foley is with us. This is the greatest name for a wrestling show. I've ever heard. MJF. I'm glad you're happy I'm on this show because I'm freaking miserable. Yeah. Le Champion. Chris Jericho. Le Champion. AJ, Aaron, Brandon, and Glenn are talking pro wrestling every week on Jobbing Out. Find it at pressboxonline.com slash radio, iTunes, and SoundCloud. I love you more than selfie poses. I love you more than spraying hoses. I love you more than bird calls. But not as much as football. Celebrate your love of football with Raven Scratch-Offs from the Maryland Lottery. Win up to $100,000 instantly or second chance cash in Raven's prizes. I love you more than snowballs, but not as much as football. Play Raven Scratch-Offs at any Maryland Lottery retailer. Please play responsibly. Once again this season, PressBox's Project Game Day is the destination at halftime and postgame for every Baltimore football game. You want to talk about the game without all the nonsense, coach-speak, and fluff of your typical show? Tune into Project Game Day. Glenn Clark is with you at halftime, and he's once again joined postgame by your favorite analysts like the NFL chick Sarita Hubbard, Ken Zalis, and more. Watch the show at Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports and listen at PressBoxOnline.com slash Radio. Pressbox's Project Game Day, every game day, presented by Glory Days Grill and Window Nation. We can't imagine why you'd want to, but you can watch GCR live. It's at Facebook.com slash Sports and try to guess whether these guys are wearing any pants. If you missed it, Stan the Fan and uh, Gary Stein put the finishing touches on the incredible Maryland five-star event last night on Facebook Live, uh, sort of recapped everything and discussed the future of that event and everything it's going to do for the state of Maryland moving forward. If you missed that show, go right now 
to facebook.com slash pressboxsports or click on the videos tab or go to pressboxonline.com slash video. Earlier in the week, Stan and Ross Grimsley had a great chat with Dan Duquette. Again, those are available in the same locations. Stan, every Monday and Wednesday, uh, talking sports with you on Facebook Live. Andrew Stecka, what's going on, buddy? You still there? I'm here. All right. Andrew Stecka is with us this morning. Randy Mueller is going to join us in just a few minutes. Um, I want to get some Ravens thoughts with you. I, I, I've said a couple times this week, it's almost boring to talk about the Ravens because they're just <laughs> they're just really good, and that's it's a wonderful problem to have, right? Like, God bless the fact that they're just kind of this boring and this good. Um, I, I, what, what might you be concerned about when it comes to the Baltimore Ravens? Just attrition, just getting through, you know, the long, I mean, everybody's emphasizing it's a 17 game season instead of a 16 game season. Now, um, you know, that is, that is obviously different, but it's, it's a long season regardless. And I think just, you know, continuing to try and build on wins and stack wins and get a little bit better each week and avoid, you know, avoid catastrophe. I think that's, that's what you're concerned about right now with this team. Um, obviously there are little, little pockets of this team that you would like to see improve, including mostly including the defense. Um, there's still, you know, while they played phenomenally last week against the chargers, you know, you look back a week before that against the Colts and it looked terrific. So it's a week to week thing as, as everyone always says, and you would like to, to see consistent improvement and can see and see things, you know, start to really round into shape. I, I don't really have many concerns with the offense. Um, the running backs is obviously still a thing, but I think they can piece it together. And with the infrastructure in place, um, you know, I think you just have to avoid the, you know, the catastrophic injury or two that can well, really hamper this as team. If, as, if, as if they haven't already gone through that. <laughs> right, <laughs> if they right. they haven't already experienced catastrophic But, you, you know, you look at the offensive line, and and I think that you were talking about it the other day, like losing a guy like Villanueva to this point, who's been playing a really good left tackle since he moved over there, yep. would really throw a wrench into things. Well, with Ronnie Stanley not coming back, yes. With Ronnie Stanley right. not coming back, it would be very problematic if that were the case. Now, it might very well be that Tyree Phillips could play left tackle and they could survive. You know, I... Uh, it's 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 plausible, but it's left me this conversation we had yesterday with Greg Rosenthal, where he threw out the name Isaiah Wynn, and I was like, oh, I hadn't thought about Isaiah Wynn at all. Sure, I'm I'm listening. You know what I mean? Like a week ago, I was in the trade for a running back camp, and after no now knowing for sure that Ronnie Stanley's not going to return, I'm more willing to consider the trade for a tackle conversation. I, I, as a lot of people have brought up, if if the plan next year for right tackle was going to be Jawan James, that's kind of always going to be a stretch. Now, you might just say, look, Patrick McCarry's played so well that why wouldn't he be your plan? Like, what in what world is he not the plan for you moving forward, considering how well he's played? And that might be fair. But I just don't know that I'd be scared away from trading for a tackle, um, especially because, hell, we don't know. We don't know what the long-term impacts of this are going to be with Ronnie Stanley. And I think that with this, the, the way that this team is set up and the way that it is built, I'm not. I don't think they need to trade for a running back. I think they can. It, while no, while none of the guys that have had have, have carried the ball this season have looked great, you know, they've all looked serviceable enough to get by. And especially mm. when you've got a quarterback like Lamar Jackson, I just you know they're I, throwing the ball now so much. I think I think a a more devastating injury would come from one of the 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 position players as well, like a Mark Andrews or a. You know, a, well, a yeah, that, I mean, that, sure. That would I be, mean, those those types of things right. would, would really hurt you. But that's um, different. I, I I did not agree with that. Like, I think this is the only week where I felt like these guys look serviceable. This was the only week where I felt that way, and I can't figure out whether that's really about the Ravens the doing char- something yeah, different or, or the just Chargers. How bad the Chargers' run defense is. 
So because of that, I you know, again, the tackle thing maybe has taken priority for me with the Ronnie Stanley news, but I'm not shaking the running back thing. I don't think you have a running back still on this roster. They, they, they're going to have to prove that. And part of the problem being the bye comes after this week. So they got one more game. If they if they come back out against the Bengals on Sunday and they run the ball and they get a bunch of yards and they look good, I you know, I might. I might sort of change my mind about that. I, I might say, okay, you know, this is a sign of something that's coming. But if it looks like it looked before that point, eh, I think that we got our answer about what it was from the Chargers game. Yeah, it's it's gonna be it's like I said though, it's gonna be just a, a war of attrition and getting through you know, they've got the buy, as you said, coming up. They've got the short week. I'm actually going down to Miami for that that ooh, Thursday night game. Um, that you that'll fancy, be a short huh? that'll be that'll be a weird, you know, short week game that's like not against a great opponent, but like those are the kinds of games where you kind of worry about like I do not do they have enough bodies? <laughs> that well makes, that makes one I of do. Us. I mean, I'm I worry about a game like this week, you know, against Cincinnati. Well, sure. I worry more about this game, frankly. Sure. I'm more but worried I mean, about this than I would be about that. Now that being but there said, are, that, by the there way, are we, games... haven't, we haven't spent any time today talking about the Deshaun Watson thing because I almost don't want to talk about it. I cannot right. effing believe that this is a thing. I cannot no, I can't believe either. there is a team that is attempting to trade for Deshaun Watson. I cannot believe the NFL isn't stepping in in any sort of way and trying to define Give any definition to what's going on here. This is insane to me. This well, we, to be a we all know that the NFL steps up and does the right oh, thing. Oh, I know. Time, always, so. always. That's the case. And it, almost to the point where it makes me think this has to be planted by the Texans to try to drive this up. Like, this got to be coming from them. I, I am I'm so, I, I, I don't know anything about the Dolphins as an organization and whether or not they do the right. Like, I cannot believe a team would openly be trading for this guy at this point. I cannot believe that unless there's something that they know that the rest of us don't and given the totality of the way that the media works i find it very difficult to believe that that's the case either so no it's true it's insane to me that this but it would it would be very like fitting for for them to 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 acquire him right before they play (laughs) yeah but i mean i can't believe that the nfl is just gonna say meh no i i agree with you i can't believe that. but when you look at but when you look at the ravens schedule there you know look they've gotten to to five and one at this point you know, credit to them. There are some challenging, you know, road bumps ahead. You've still got two games against the Browns and who knows what they're going to be going forward with, well, that's with a, the Baker Mayfield Yes, that's question. a big question. Yes. It's a big question. You know, you have two games against the Steelers, which I know the Steelers don't look like the Steelers, but who knows another divisional thing. And then you still have the Packers and the Rams on the schedule as well. And granted, they're both home games, but these are tough games. These are tough games to, to, to go in and, and, you know, definitively say the Ravens can, you know, definitely win those games. So. Speaking of home games, every seat is the best seat at MT Bank Stadium. Don't miss a moment of Ravens football this season. Single game tickets are now available at BaltimoreRavens.com slash tickets. When we come back in, Randy Mueller, former NFL GM, he says John Harbaugh right now the best coach in the NFL. I know Ken Zalis agrees. We'll talk about that next. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Need to hone your computer skills to boost your career? Or maybe you want an IT certification. CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field. And it's all tuition free. From the basics to specialized training, we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443-840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training. 
Hi, it's Glenn Clark here for Window Nation. You know, a lot of things change with the season this time of year. The leaves change, temperatures change, your clothing changes. But the one thing that stays rock solid is the quality windows, installation, and customer service from Window Nation. Plus, their amazing offer, buy two windows, get two free, plus pay nothing for two full years. They never cut corners when it comes to quality and transparency from start to finish. Call 866-90NATION today or online at windownation.com. It's the perfect time for Window Nation, the perfect fit. That first sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. I love you more than selfie poses. I love you more than spraying hoses. I love you more than bird calls. But not as much as football. Celebrate your love of football with Ravens scratch-offs from the Maryland Lottery. Win up to $100,000 instantly or second-chance cash in Ravens prizes. I love you more than snowballs. But not as much as football. Play Raven Scratch-Offs at any Maryland Lottery retailer. Please play responsibly. The offseason is upon us, but baseball never sleeps. Hi, I'm Zach Goodman, and you can find me on The Batter on with host Paul Valley every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon. We've got the best local coverage on every trade and signing, plus every update on the new CBA negotiations. You can watch us live at facebook.com slash pressboxsports or listen at pressboxonline.com slash radio. That's The Batter out every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon for the best in offseason baseball coverage. Stay tuned. Your chance to win a million dollars is coming up. Probably not from us. You're listening to Glenn Clark Radio. We're going to get to picks here in a minute. KZ is here. We'll bring him on. But right now, an opportunity for us here on GCR to chat with one of our favorites. He, of course, a former NFL GM. And this week, I just happened to see him say that right now, John Harbaugh, the best coach in the NFL. Let's talk to Randy Mueller, the former general manager of the Saints and Dolphins. He's with us now here on GCR. Randy, it's Glenn Paul, Andrew Stecka back in Baltimore. It's great to chat with you as always, sir. Thank you for taking a couple of minutes for us this morning. Hey, my pleasure. Good to be on with you guys. Um, I'm, uh, you know, I, I, I understand the point that you're making. Th- this truly is, it's very difficult to explain what's happening in Baltimore. And I know that a lot of it should be credited to Lamar Jackson because you can do a lot of magical things with a depleted team when you have a quarterback who's incredible. But really what's happened here, and, and I don't know how much context you can give from your own experiences, to have a team go through this such a staggering number of significant injuries, not just guys that were on the back end of the roster, you know, their first three running backs, like all of that, and still be in this position you have to have a coach who has some sort of idea of what he's doing. Without a doubt. I think I've been through it. Most GMs have been through it. Um, it is one thing to build a team on paper. It's another to manage it throughout the season. And really, your hands are tied as a GM at this point. Sure, you can make a few waiver wire acquisitions or sign a guy or two off the street, but you're exactly right. Your coach has to manage this group, and I just think John's done a miraculous job. I think he's done more with less. Um, it's not about really picking players and, and putting it together on paper. It's about communicating. It's about relationships with players. It's about getting the most out of players. And for my money, John's done the best job of that to this date. I think he's been outstanding in every way. Um, so much it gets written about X to O's, and that's great. 
and maybe that's why Greg Greg Roman is there. That's why Wink is there. But overall, to manage it from where his seat is, I think John's done as good a job as anybody in the league. What is the impact? When I bring up, hey, a lot of it has to go to Lamar, can you explain, is this possible because you have a quarterback that is so upper echelon? Like it, what, how, how much of doing something like this has to involve having someone playing at such a ridiculously high level as Lamar Jackson is? Oh, there's no doubt about it. But I think you also got to remember that the scheme has been adapted to his skill set, and that scheme has been in place now for two or three years, and they had to make a commitment to that scheme and to his skill set. That's not a skill set or a scheme that anybody else operates in the league. So I think it took a firm commitment from them. I think they've built the team around Lamar, which I think has turned out awesome. Um, they have even done it in different styles this year without you know, Orlando Brown, without uh, Stanley now. They've, they've had to do it with more a finesse up-front group, and so I just think they've adapted so well, and that's what's stuck with me is their ability to adapt, which as a GM you have to do every year. You've got to adapt to the conditions around you, and it's not if you're going to have injuries. It's just when. Unfortunately for them, they have come in groves and groups, but how about this? I mean, they took the, the running back injury situation, which was a giant hole to start the season with, signed some guys, turned it into a positive, and now the word on the street is some teams are calling them to get a running back before the trade deadline. That's unbelievable, and that's unheard of, and credit to the front office for that as well. I almost can't believe that's true. <laughs> Andy, i got to be honest with yeah, you. I, I, really, you. I, hear you. I really struggle with that because we were just talking about this a second ago. Randy Mueller was with us on GCR. We were just talking a second ago about I, I'm still in the camp that thinks the Ravens should be in the market for a running back. I know they ran the ball well. <laughs> I, they ran the ball well against the Chargers on Sunday, but the Chargers have one of the worst run defenses in the NFL, right? And, until then, we hadn't really seen the Ravens run the ball well at all this season, frankly. And so, I, I you know, I, I get this is the NFL, and you're not supposed to trade for running backs. That's not the way it's supposed to work, but it really does feel like you're missing a back with a burst. And I, if I'm the Ravens, I'm still considering that moving forward. I, we've also been talking about left tackle, you know, as, as while Villanueva's, you know, held in there and has done a far better job than I think anybody could have expected, certainly after we saw the disaster of a performance he had in week one at right tackle. Um, you know, he's really held his own at left tackle since that point. He's been banged up. I, would, would you be in the market now knowing Ronnie Stanley is going to be out? Would you be in the market if you were the Ravens for left tackle help? I know Isaiah Wynn's name has come up a little bit. Would you be in the market for left tackle help? And would you think about still trading for a running back with a bit more burst moving forward? Well, I think in a, in a fantasy world, yes, without a doubt. I'd love to always be in but, the but, and, and, and I know what you're saying, Randy, but in fairness, the Ravens have been aggressive since Eric DaCosta has taken over. They, they have been aggressive with in-season trading. Yeah, and I agree with that. I'd love to be in the middle of every deal if I'm Eric DaCosta, without a doubt. If I can find a running back with more juice, by all means. But here's the thing. It was a depleted running back crew on the street when they signed the guys they did. So I don't know where they would get that juice from. Same with left tackle. Who's going to give up a starting left tackle at this point? It just doesn't make a lot of sense. So if you can get them, great. I'm all for adding players if you can, without a doubt. And let's just face it, they're in for this year. They're right. in for next year. So the window is short, and, and I like the aggressive nature for sure. So I give them credit. I just don't know how realistic that is. Uh, you know, in, in having been on the end of many and many of these calls, getting someone else to pull the trigger – and, and letting you acquire a good player is easier said than done. I know that's true. I mean, I definitely know that's true. Uh, what are you worried about, Randy, when it comes to this team? They're 5-1, and one, and they just beat one of the best teams in the AFC, 
you know, convincingly. And as we've been joking about all week, it's it's almost boring here in Baltimore, right? Like yeah, life yeah. life is just really good. We're all very happy at the moment. There's really nothing to complain about. What might still worry you about this football team moving forward? Well, obviously it's a 17-game season, so it is a long grind. I guess when you become as dominant of a run team and run-oriented as they've been, you worry about adjustments. You worry about being able to sustain that style of offense throughout the second half. I've always said the second half of NFL seasons are all about coaching. It's about adjustments. It's about who can game plan for what. We've got plenty of film to dissect now. We've got trends. We know what other teams are doing. So there's just a lot more adjustments that are in, in the realm that can be made in the second half of the season. So we'll see how that pans out. I mean, we've played six games. Obviously, there's 11 more, so anything can happen. They've sure been through their rough spots injury-wise. Now let's see about sustaining it and making the ample adjustments in the second half of the season. Is Go ahead, Andrew. Randy, getting back to Harbaugh for a second, is there something about his background as a special teams coach that makes him – almost more equipped to be as successful as he's been throughout his tenure as a Ravens head coach, as opposed to having more of a, a lean toward offense or defense? I, I agree 100%. I think the special teams coach is the one guy, other than the head coach, who has to deal with all aspects of your team. You have relationships, you have communication with every position group, maybe except the quarterbacks, right? Even receivers, you've got to be in, get them in line because they've got to play on special teams too. So I do think they have a distinct advantage. I thought it was interesting and, and probably the move to make uh, out of Vegas when they made uh, Rich Bisacci, their special teams coach, the interim head coach. I like the move. I know Rich well. And I, I knew John as well. Shoot, when I was the GM of the, of the Saints, Jim Hazlitt and I tried to get John from the Eagles to come be our special teams coach at that time and, and coach some defensive back as well. So I've known him for a long time. It is a skill that is hard to come by. And it seems like special teams coaches have a way of kicking players in the butt, but yet five minutes later they're hugging him. That's a special trait. That's coaching, right? That's what we're all looking for. I was reading more, and you can read this piece. We're going to link it up on our Twitter account, at Glenn Clark Radio, that Randy posted at MuellerFootball.com that includes this nugget. And Arizona's a fascinating team to me, too, Randy. Like, I, I, I think there's still somewhat of a reluctance to buy in, right, because they're not, they're not a team that's been to the playoffs every year. They're not, this is not normally the way the NFL works. You don't normally just show up and suddenly you're the best team in the NFL. But, boy, what they did on Sunday without their best defensive player, without their head coach, and going on the road and kicking the snot out of a team that everybody was buying into – they are about as legit as you can possibly be at this point. Yes, I'd agree with that. And I, I think most of us are only doubting because of what we've seen in the past. But if you go on the first six weeks, there's two teams that are rated in the, or ranked in the top 10 in offense and top 10 in defense. It's Buffalo and it's Arizona. So not only do they escape without the head coach and win a big game on the road, they've shown they can play defense. They've shown other aspects. They're getting off the field on third down. Their third down... Uh, ratio has been outstanding it's in the top in the nfl so from a number standpoint they stand up to all the tough competition i think the doubt we have is is what we've seen in the past and that is that kyler murray's five foot ten the durability has to be an issue for 17 weeks and that, like i mentioned earlier with regard to the second half of nfl seasons being all about adjustments cliff has not been one to make those and his teams have suffered even when you go back to texas tech the second half of seasons, his team has faltered for whatever reason. So we're all kind of waiting for that other shoe to drop. 
But through six games, if you look on paper, and the fact that they've gone in and won some tough games on the road, they've beaten division rivals that I think are good teams too. So you've got to give them credit for where they're at right now. And then the other team I wanted to ask you about is the one the Ravens are going to see this Sunday, and that's the Bengals. And you know, I think there's some trepidation in town about this this week. I don't think it's despite the fact the Ravens are coming off this unbelievable performance. I think there's people in Baltimore that are kind of nervous about this Bengals team, and it's not just about this year. It's it's about what could be coming. This combination of Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, I mean, the, the Ravens had fits with A.J. Green over the years, and he didn't have a quarterback ever that seems to be as talented as Joe Burrow is. Um, how much of a threat are the Bengals shaping up to be for the next five, ten years maybe in the AFC North going up against the Ravens? Well, they've found the hardest thing to find, that's for sure, and that's a quarterback. And if they can keep Joe Burrow upright, they are going to be a threat. I think they still have some work to do to do that. Sure. I thought it was interesting, Von Bell, their safety came out and said the other day, after their win last week, that we're ready for the Ravens. And and I, I think that's a little bit of confidence speaking. It's a little bit of out over your skis because the Ravens are a different bird for them. But the fact that they're even thinking like that is progress in Cincinnati. So um, obviously the learning curve between Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase has been shorter because of their history in college. I firmly believe that. I think Joe has gotten Chase up to speed. Now he kind of has become his security blanket per se. I think there's a lot of weapons on that Cincinnati offense that can give defensive coordinators a reason to not sleep, whether it's Mixon, whether it's uh, Higgins. They've got several guys that can make you pay if you're not paying attention. So I'm looking forward to that game. I think it'll be good. It's a different test. Uh, Hey, it's a new flavor for the Ravens to have to compete against for a division championship with the Steelers kind of in a little bit of decline. We'll see if the Bengals can fill the void. Randy Mueller, again, the website is MuellerFootball.com, of course, and you can read this piece that includes his uh, his notes about John Harbaugh. Randy, what else can I plug for you right now? I know you've kind of become a little bit of a media mogul, it seems like, during the course <laughs> of this season. You're being too kind. I, I've, uh, I, I, I do a, 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 a podcast on The Athletic every week. It's called The GM, Football GM with Mike Sando, their national writer. Yep. So I enjoy doing that as well, and uh, the media stuff has always been fun to me, so it's been fun to be back involved in that a little bit. That's well, for sure. I appreciate your guys' kind words. No, you've always been great to us, and I, you know, I, again, I'm, I'm grateful for Chris Pika telling me once upon a time you should call Randy Mueller <laughs> because you nailed it. You've been a, a dynamite guest ever since you started coming on with us, and we always appreciate it. Uh, Randy, may, may this season continue to be boring for us in Baltimore, and every time we call yeah. you, we're just talking about how great things are. May that be the case for I us like moving it. Keep forward. Keep your fingers crossed. I like it. Randy, thank you so much as always taking the time for us. We really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Randy Mueller, former NFL GM. Uh, follow him on Twitter at Randy Mueller underscore. Um, says right now, John Harbaugh is the best coach in the NFL. Ken Zalis, of course, uh, totally. Uh, just turn his mic on for a second. You totally uh, concur, right? I stopped listening when you said somebody said that he was the best coach. Jerk. You are such a bad person. I know, <laughs> but terrible person. I know, I'm terrible. Being. You're okay. unwilling to let go. He's done. I'm, it's not letting go. It's just uh, there are things he does that just really bother but, me, and he but, continues to do them but to even Ken, though they win. But to Ken's credit, he did nail Justin Herbert. He did nail that, as we learned. And Ronnie Stanley. It's terrible. Well, you got that? Yeah, 100%. By 100%. Both of them, nailed them both. Adafi Owe. Adafi Owe nailed it. Nailed it. What's Love. he done? Love you, but what's he done? <laughs> what's he done? All right, uh, this is the way it's going to go. We got to get one more break. When we come back, and we're going to make picks. Here's the problem: if you're with us on Facebook Live, you're going to see Andrew's face disappear. It's going to be gone, unfortunately. Lucky you're for g- everyone. You're going to hear his voice still. 
It's just going to be like a ghost in the background that you're going to hear uh, when we come back in. KZ will still be here, though, uh, with us. As you'll see his face instead. We'll make our picks I next. don't know if that's an upgrade. Uh, it's a, it's, I, eh, it's close. You're, you know what? In fact, I take it back. It's not. It's not. Mobile One full synthetic <laughs> motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Loop service center. Ask for Mobile One. It's Glenn Clark Radio. What's up, everybody? This is Taz Bowser. I can't wait to see you guys for the Taz Bowser show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out, you can watch the show on live on Pressbox Facebook page or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. We'll see you all season long for the Taz Bowser show. Hi, it's Glenn Clark here for Window Nation. You know, a lot of things change with the season this time of year. The leaves change, temperatures change, your clothing changes. But the one thing that stays rock solid is the quality windows, installation, and customer service from Window Nation. Plus, their amazing offer, buy two windows, get two free, plus pay nothing for two full years. They never cut corners when it comes to quality and transparency from start to finish. Call 866-90NATION today or online at windownation.com. It's the perfect time for Window Nation, the perfect fit. I love you more than rock and roll. I love you more than a swimming hole. I love you more than pinball, but not as much as football. Celebrate your love of football with Raven Scratch-Offs from the Maryland Lottery. Win up to $100,000 instantly or second chance cash in Raven's prizes. I love you more than gumballs, but not as much as football. Play Raven Scratch-Offs at any Maryland Lottery retailer. Please play responsibly. Every seat is the best seat at M&T Bank Stadium. Don't miss a moment of Ravens football this season. Single game tickets are now available at BaltimoreRavens.com slash tickets. I love driving my tractor trailer. And just like you, I just want to make it to my destination safely. If you drive too closely to my truck, I can't see you, and you can't see what's in front of me. If I have to brake suddenly, our lives can be changed forever. If a truck stops quickly, can you? Don't tailgate trucks. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration. The latest issue of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Bo Smolka profiles Ravens cornerback Marlon Humphrey, who may well be the Ravens' next true defensive superstar in the lineage of Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, and Terrell Suggs. Also inside, we introduce you to Maryland Navy, Towson, and Morgan State football players and everything you need to know for football betting as it launches in Maryland. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores, and you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. You've got questions. They've got answers. Sure, I mean, we'll go with that. It's Glenn and Paul on Glenn Clark Radio. All right, Project Game Day returns this Sunday, and I am to understand the star is finally making her return to Project Game Day after she said, I'm too, I'm too big for you guys. I'm too important. I can't. You're going to have to get by without me. The NFL chick Sarita Hubbard will return this Sunday. I'll be with you at halftime. She and I post game. Facebook.com slash Pressbox Sports for both shows. Pressboxonline.com slash radio. For the post game show, Project Game Day brought to you by Underdog Fantasy Football as well as Window Nation and Glory Days Grill. Andrew Steck, uh, like a ghost in the background. His voice is with us. And Ken Zalis has joined us in studio. It's time for us to make our picks for the week. 
picks brought to you this week by oh they're brought to you by glory days grill where the oktoberfest menu is still available and is delicious oh the chicken schnitzel the brewer sausage platter the brewer sausage sandwich the apple cobbler and so much more get over to your neighborhood glory days grill order online glorydaysgrill.com pick it up bring it home or uh, sit out on the patio, sit indoors, whatever you want to do, your neighborhood Glory Days Grill. Make sure you get that Oktoberfest menu before it's gone. So here's where we are. KZ still hanging on to first place. Despite my 6-0 and charge in the NFL last week, uh, it would have been nice for me to get one college football game, right? Uh, not the case. Not meant to be. So because of that, I am still a game back of KZ. KZ with a commanding lead at 30 and 29. One game over 500. Over 500. And in first place with a bullet. <laughs> I'm one game back at 29 and 30. Kyle is, sits at uh, 27 and 32. That's where Andrew Stecka is as well. They are both three games back. And then John Proctor at the bottom of the table right now. He is five games off Oof. of KZ's pace. But again, it's five games separating, and we're only. Yeah, it was only four last week, so, you know. Oh, okay. We're, moving, I mean, we're I moving along. We're in week seven of the season, and he's <laughs> only five games back. All right. Uh, as always, so if you don't know what we're playing for at the top of the table, a little bit of cash at the bottom of the table. Somebody's going to have to come in here and get their back waxed, as well as perform Hero from the original Spider Man movie while consuming an actual tarantula. That's the reality. Um, it was a little bit too late to try to deal Paul into picks. There was just no real way to do it, and uh, Kyle wanted to stay in. So I thought maybe we could just give Paul Kyle's picks, and he'd have to say. But Kyle wanted to stay in, so Paul will host our pick segment this year. And by next season, he'll get in. He he didn't know the depths, the depravity of some of the bets <laughs> that we make on this show. Paul, just show him, just show him the sardine and tuna fish video. Uh, I've yeah. seen some things. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This is up there. Yep. 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 Yeah. yeah. Steka had to do shots of tuna, tuna and sardine juice every 10 minutes for two hours. By the way, I thought I remembered that Andrew was in first place after nope. last week. I guess I was apparently yeah. wrong. Nope. Andrew's three games. I back. was in first place, I believe, after like week one. Yeah. yeah KZ, week one. Which I went, KZ I had went, that seven, went, one, and one week, and it changed everything. Yeah. I went three and two in the first week, in which we only picked five games because it was only college games. I have gone four and five in every week since. Well, that's random how about that how about that yeah all right great all right uh three <laughs> college games let's get to it what's first on the list maryland at minnesota uh at 330 on espn2 and minnesota is favored by five and a half i was hoping that number would be bigger now oh, you gotta go with minnesota i mean you, you have to at five and a half you have to go with minnesota look i don't i'm stunned by that from you uh, you keep meditating like i'm some sort of homer it's not the way it is the uh, maryland was maryland good over. to start no i'm not i happen to be wearing a maryland shirt today so it's a difficult thing <laughs> uh, i don't know if you noticed maryland was good to start the season like they were and then everything went to hell against iowa um look I, if this number was bigger than a touchdown i, I might lean towards Maryland. i don't think that they're going to utterly come apart at the seams now losing jay sean jones on top of having lost dante demas it's it's problematic but they still do have rakeem jarrett i hear he's good um but no five and a half points i don't really have much of a choice i wouldn't it. take maryland this week if they were playing minnesota minnesota duluth Okay. That's just nonsense. You're just saying things to say things. No, I'm not. I wouldn't take Maryland. They don't play well in Minnesota, in the state. In that. I believe we did this once before. Didn't we and do this? I, and, and, I don't and think every, I did it. And everybody picked Minnesota, and I got a free point. By oh, did Maryland. you? Well, I believe well, true. happened. Okay, well, I'm still going to take Minnesota. Minnesota put a scare into Ohio State week one. They did. And, and Maryland just got their doors blown off by Ohio yeah, State. It doesn't, the, the notion that, that, doesn't that, yeah, that doesn't really matter. Yeah, no, doesn't but really matter. I don't know. Stecka? 
Yeah, hard to trust Maryland in any spot. And and I kind of agree with you, Glenn. If it was like, you know, seven, eight points, I might feel a little bit of of a of a ping to take Maryland, but no, it's it's the golden gophers for me. Uh, what about the other boys? What did uh, uh, Proctor and Kyle say? Uh, they both picked Minnesota. Everybody's on the well, train with Minnesota. That's a bummer. By the way, Maryland 4-2 and two all time against Minnesota. Um, really? Sure. Yes. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't where, know where, I, yeah, no I'm not sure where you were going with that, that I have yeah. no idea. Maybe, why it's a, maybe it's the basketball side that I'm getting confused. Uh, they won. The, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. You I don't know. know. All right, I next. That's a different sport, though, Ken. Yeah. <laughs> well, I may be better at picking those. I'm just doing what I can to take have an advantage. All right. <laughs> uh, Cincinnati at Navy at 12 o'clock on ESPN two. Cincinnati number two team in the country. Navy just got beat handily by Memphis last week. Uh, Cincinnati's favored by 27 and a half points. Uh, by the way, they've only played two games at Minnesota over the years, and they're one and one in those two games. Okay. So yeah, I don't know what to tell you, but I don't know what to tell you. I'm still taking Minnesota. I, I don't blame you for that. I did too. This one is brutal because it's the number is so bloody insane. Like it's just such an insane number for any football game. But we've all seen Cincinnati. They're they're unbelievable. I I I hate the, I hate the number, and I wish I could be that guy. But Cincinnati. Yeah, I'm not going to be that guy because that defense is just nasty. Yep. Um. So uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, I'm on Cincinnati as well. I mean, if, if if this was like upwards, I mean, it's a four touchdown spread, but it's, it's an still, insane it's, number. That number is it, a bonkers number. That all goofy. That keep in mind, Navy still what we know them to do is put together long drives. Like that that can. We're talking about a scenario. I, I need us to think about this. It could be a 44-17 game, and Navy covers. That's yeah, but can nuts. Navy score 17 points? I mean, can they? Yes, they can. Will they? That's where we're struggling. Correct. Kyle is the only one on the Navy yeah, train. He's a better American than the rest yes. of us. He's a good American. We've always known that, even 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 though he perished. Right, yes. It's very sad. It's amazing that he's managing yeah, to get his picks in despite having it. driven off a cliff. It's amazing. Next. Uh, number 10, Oregon at UCLA, 330 on ABC. UCLA is favored by a point and a half. They're favored by yeah, a point and a half? it's a weird line. What the heck? This is weird. Like, it's such a bad week for college games. There's no ranked matchup, so I understand this is the college game day game this week, so that's probably the reason why we included it. Um, uh, Oregon. Like, if you're – I get it's not much, but if you're telling me that I get points, I don't know. Oregon is the answer. Yeah, I, I would. I had to, like, recheck three times when I saw the line. I'm like – and I went back and kind of looked at UCLA and what they've done and what Oregon's done. I, I, I don't understand the line, so I'm going to take Oregon because Vegas doesn't want me to. Yeah, see, this is the line that stinks to all heaven to me as well, and that's why I'm going the other way on it. I'm going to pick UCLA because I just feel like I should trust Vegas more than I should trust my own brain. <laughs> um, and I, I figure – What are you suggesting, that we haven't studied up about Oregon and UCLA football? I can totally not name any players on either team. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's that's where I'm at. I'm just going to trust that uh, you know that, that city out here in the desert uh, yeah. that's got a lot of skyscrapers, they know a little more than I do. The boys, um, John Proctor is the only one who joined uh, Andrew. Oh boy, with UCLA. Everybody that. else has uh, bad, news. Bad, bad news, bro. <laughs> bad news. At least so, he can't so. catch up to me on that game. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. There is that's that. True. That's a good point. All right, uh, NFL. Let's move into it. 
On to the NFL, you have Denver. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is questionable for this game. Going against Cleveland, who is without Baker Mayfield, Kareem Hunt, and Nick Chubb, and Jarvis Landry. Yeah, but other than that. Other than that. Well, do we know? We don't Jarvis know about Landry? Jarvis. Yeah, I don't think yeah. we know that yet. Oh, I, I assumed he was out this week, too. Not, uh, not, not, they, not for sure. They and could. in fact, I thought I saw that it was trending towards the idea that he might be activated. Yeah, they, they have to activate him today, so... All right, so they may not be without Jarvis Landry. Either way, they're pretty depleted. Um, but the Browns are favored by a point and a half at 820 on Fox and NFL Network tonight. I don't like the Broncos. I want to make that very clear. What I've seen the last couple weeks, there's nothing to like about the Broncos. Zero. I don't like Case Keenum either. But it's only a point. Would you say it was a point or a point and a half? Point and a half. And a half is a big deal. I know. I know. You say that, but it very well could. No, I know. There is no, the possibility. No, I'm saying. I'm saying. It's supposed to be terrible weather. Missed extra points tonight. Oh, I, I, I sensed. I sensed. Our, no, our no. It's supposed to be a horrible. The weather is supposed <sighs> to be just terrible. This is gonna, it's going to be so stupid, but I'm taking the Broncos. Yeah, I'm taking the Broncos, too. I, the, the Browns are just too hurt right now. It is a clean sweep. Everybody took oh, the Broncos. Stek- yeah. oh, oh, my bad. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. Stekka, go ahead. Uh, no, I, I am I am on the Broncos as well. I, I trusted Cleveland last week. I was the only one to pick them against the Cardinals, um, and they they, yeah, they ni- bit ni- me. Nice call. Don't yeah, they bit me squarely in the behind. Where do you uh, live? I usually, yeah, right. You you of anyone should know the oh. most about the Cardinals. Well, I kind of thought that the Cardinals were due for just you know <laughs> dropping one, and they they obviously haven't done that yet. Um, I just you know Case Keenum actually doesn't put like strike the fear of God into me. I think that he's a, you know at least a somewhat respectable quarterback, but. The, the the Browns are just they're the Browns. Let's let's be honest, guys. I'm taking the Broncos as well. Uh, and and, pra- and pra- Proctor, I agree. It's a complete pick'em game, and because it's a yeah. complete pick'em game, the point the point really does end up being mm. sort of the reason why you're like, ah, hell, I'll go with the Correct. Broncos. All right, our next game uh, at one o'clock on CBS. We have the Chiefs versus the Titans. Titans coming off that big win. The Chiefs trying to get uh, back on a roll here. Uh, the Chiefs are favored by five and a half. I hate this too. I hate this, too. I forgot who I picked. The defenses are awful. Mm-hmm. One of the teams still has Pat Mahomes, but the other team is Derrick Henry. Correct. So I think ultimately you find yourself just having to take the Titans because you say it's five and a half points that you're playing with here. It's tough, though, because you just never know if the Chiefs might have that day where they're like the Chiefs again. But based on the things that we've seen, I've got to roll with the Titans. I actually don't remember who I picked, so this may be a change. Uh and I agree with everything you just said. I, I I think that you're coming off the Bills game, physical game, put everything into it. I, I feel a little bit of a letdown uh, from Tennessee, and I'm going to take the Chiefs, even though I hate doing that because they never cover the number. Their defense is awful. And both defenses so is, are right, awful. So is Tennessee. So I'm going to take KC. I don't know if I originally the, the, did that. The pick you sent me was Tennessee. Okay, well, I'm going to take KC. All right, so switch it yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with Glenn on this. I, I've I've gotten bitten so many times with Kansas City this season. Um, they they never seem to cover a number that's bigger never. than like two and a half, three points. Um, it just it, they're always kind of and and from what I saw from Derek Henry the other night, like I can just see him going off for another 150 yards and two two or three touchdowns yeah. in this game and mm-hmm. and helping Tennessee. I, you know, I'm not saying Tennessee's winning the game outright. I think it'll be a close game, and the five and a half is enough for me to bite on the Titans. All right, so Casey, uh, you're the only one. I like Ooh. it. I like Ooh, that chance one. Chance to steal a point. I, I got like two of those one. freebies last uh, week. Yeah, you did. Chance I, lo- I like that point. one. All right, we have 
Eagles at Raiders. I have nothing to say about this matchup. No, it just this like is a, not. This is the problem when there's six teams on a bye. Yes. like yeah. this is a problem. Yeah, th- th- this is just a garbage matchup. It's Eagles at Raiders. Raider uh, four or five on Fox. Raiders favored by three. Well, based on what you saw a week ago from the Raiders, you, you'd probably roll with the. Ra- I, I think you have to pick the Raiders. I'm still worried about that entire situation, but it clearly did not doom them the way that some of us feared it might in their first game out. And it's not as if the Eagles are any better than the Broncos. Like they're, they're. They're mid, if you will, at, at best. So I think you have to roll with the Raiders here. Yeah, you kind of do, except I'm going to take the Eagles. Uh, and, and, and the only reason I'm going to do that is they, for whatever reason, the Eagles like look like they're dead in the water every single week. And then all of a sudden in the fourth quarter, here they come, and they score 21 points to make it a game. Um, I don't believe in – the Raiders enough uh, to just say that they're automatically going to cover the number. So I'm going to take the Eagles. To me, this was actually the easiest game of the week to pick. Um, I have a real bias against, I, I hate betting on the Philadelphia Eagles because every time I, don't I blame do, you for that, they, they tend to uh, another team that tends to bite me squarely in the behind. Um, I'm on Vegas. I just think they have the better team. And when you have the better team and you're at home and it's a three-point spread. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna roll with the Raiders. I think they I think they were buoyed last week by what happened with with Gruden, um, and I think that there can be a little bit of re- residual effect from that for maybe for a few games before the uh, the shine of a new a new interim head coach wears off. KZ, once again, you are Ooh. all alone on the Eagles train. I went two for two Ooh. last week. See how it goes for you this week. Could be significant. Ooh, could be. All right, so the next game we have on the docket, you have the Chicago Bears at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 425 on CBS. The Buccaneers are favored by 12 and a half. Bless you. Bless you. Um, I hate that number so much. That's a terrible number. God, I hate that number, but you're not going to get me to pick the Bears. You're not going to do that. No, Fields has been awful. Yeah, He's just been awful. I'll take the Bucs. It doesn't matter what the number is. Yeah, see, this is, you know, Glenn, you mentioned you went 2-0 and in your solo picks last week. Um, I went 0-2 in my solo picks last week, one of them being the, Cle- the Cleveland pick over Arizona, the other being the Bears uh, getting the 4.5 against the Packers. I, I, I can't trust the Bears again. I'm yeah. sorry. Like, can't I, make I the wanted, same mistake twice. I, I wanted to have a little bit of faith that they could keep that game close in a, in a division game. Um, going down to Tampa, I just I, I can't do it. Uh, I'll take the Bucks, even though that's a lot of points in an NFL game delay. And by the way, Brian Powell reminds us the 4 p.m. slate of games this week: Bears, Bucks, oh, Lions, Ram- Lions, Rams, and Texans Cardinals. Woo-hoo. Buzz your girlfriend. Whoa. They call they call that a good apple picking. Uh, no effing Sunday, doubt, Sunday. man. Hopefully the Ravens game is interesting. We can do a long post game show. Hey, by the way, a reminder that we're getting our uh, lines before you tell me what the other guys pick. Our lines come to us from FanDuel. That's who we use to get our lines every week. And if you say, hey, I noticed it changed a little bit, we send the lines out on Wednesday, and we just don't have enough time in order to go back in and fix that. And FanDuel, the all-new FanDuel Sportsbook, coming soon to Live Casino Hotel and Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. It's your chance to win big right in your own backyard. Bet on every sport with self-service kiosks and watch all the action from the best seat in the house. Make every moment more at the all-new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. What the boys pick? 
another clean sweep. This is my first another clean sweep uh, with Tampa Bay. This is my first week. Do you guys pick the same this often? Or just because this is just bad matchups and no, bias? No, no, not often. No, not this often. Is I mean, it, like this is a bad. It is a yeah, bad. It's, it's a, a bad. bad week. I think three is probably the most we've had. I'm yeah, really yeah. this is three, three so. clean sweeps. It's a bad. It's a bad week. It's a bad it's week. A bad there's week. not. A, there's no. There's literally not a single matchup between two ranked college football teams this week. And there are very like the Ravens Bengals game is about as good. As, I mean, ten, t- Tennessee Kansas Tennessee, City is Kansas probably City. the best yeah. game of the week. Mm. Um, there's just not a lot of good NFL games either. Yeah, that's the one game where KZ could pick up some ground because he's the only one on the Chiefs train. All right, um, next matchup you have the Indianapolis Colts at the San Francisco 49ers, eight twenty NBC for Sunday Night Football. Big Sunday Night Showdown game this week. <laughs> 49ers are favored by four. For what it's worth, I actually think this is a good matchup. Like not a bad it's, matchup. it's not sexy in any way, but I think it's a really good matchup. And I'm taking the Colts. I like not only do I like them to cover, I think I like them to win outright. Hmm. Um, I, I I've have you been watching Carson Wentz? He's been incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, and I get the last week against the Texans, but the week before that was against the Ravens. Mm-hmm. He's been excellent. He's thrown one interception, which was always his bugaboo. Like his his problem. Is the interceptions, and he's not throwing picks. Carson Wentz, the Colts, that's my pick. 49ers coming off a bye. Uh, the the Colts just lost another piece of their secondary with Justin Blackman uh, uh, tearing his Achilles. Uh, and as good as Carson Wentz is, they just uh, that team has been the, the, the big play from uh, Jonathan Taylor, which has been great. They just don't give him enough touches each week. I'm going to take the 49ers. Four, what, four doesn't scare me too much. Um, I, I think it's uh, it's almost a, a need-to-win type game for the 49ers in that division. So I'll lay the four. Yeah, this is another one involving two teams that I cannot stand betting on because you never know. What, it's like the, the old box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get from either of them. Um, you know, I never would have thought that the Ravens would have struggled with the Colts a, a couple of weeks ago, um, but they they certainly did. And by the way, I, I, just for the record, I had missed the Julian Blackman news. I'm not going to change my pick, okay. but yeah, my excitement about this was I did not know that Julian Blackman, but not Justin Blackman, who's been out of the NFL yeah, for some time. Right. Uh, but uh, Julian, yeah, Julian Blackman, Blackman, yeah, that, I did not. I was unaware of that. It's, yeah, I just I I think that the Niners are are the better team playing in the better division. You know. And, and as KZ said, coming off the bye, hopefully they can get a little bit of health, which they never seem to have. Never. Uh, they always they always seem to have about 10 guys uh, listed as doubtful for each game. Um, but I'm going to take the Niners as well, just being, you know, being at home and, and a primetime game. Hopefully they can they, they can get up for it. And um, I just don't think much of the Colts at all. Kyle's got the the uh, Colts and Proctor's got the Niners. All right. Mm-hmm. And that brings and us to our final game. By the way, ben- if you're tuning in for the Pressbox Fantasy Football Show, it's coming up. I swear. I'm sorry. I know we're late. We, we, we'll get there. It's what it is. Um, final matchup, Bengals at Ravens, 1 o'clock, CBS. Ravens favored by 6.5. I don't love the number, but I'm going to roll with the Ravens anyway. I'm just going to do it, and, and we'll, we can talk about it later. I'm yeah. just going to roll with the Ravens anyway. Yeah, I really struggled with this one because – Traditionally, they struggle with Cincinnati, and Cincinnati. I think they're. I don't think they're what the record indicates that they are, but I think they're much improved. Yep. Uh, but I'm going to roll with the Ravens as well. I, I just. I could, If it was seven, I'd probably take the seven. Six and a half. I'll take the Ravens. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you guys said. I'm definitely going to be teasing this game, take chopping the six points off and putting it putting it with another game that I find out there and, and making it a half point game. I would like it a lot more there, but I still I can't 
I can't have confidence that the Ravens will not be able to, you know, produce enough points offensively against the Bengals um, to be able to cover the six and a half. So I'm on the Ravens as well. Kyle, only one on Cincinnati. All right. That could be stealing a point. All right. Those are our picks. We will post them here momentarily at glennclarkradio.com. Picks also brought to you today by your local Toyota dealer and buyatoyota.com. Make the most out of every day in a Toyota RAV4 available in hybrid or gas-only models. A RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new RAV4s from your local Toyota dealer today. Uh, we're going to have to skip tidbit as we tend to do on Thursdays. If we were doing it, it would be brought to you by the new print issue of PressBox, which is available right now at your neighborhood Royal Farms, any of the hundreds of locations around town where you find PressBox, or read it all at PressBoxOnline.com. KZ, I know you love Maryland women's basketball. I do. You're a big, huge uh, Maryland women's basketball fan. Brenda Freeze on the cover as we celebrate 20 seasons, 20 Crazy. seasons Crazy. for Brenda Freeze at the University of Maryland. A lot of college hoops content in the new issue of PressBox. Tubular brought to you by Window Nation. The fall is calling sale is on right now buy two windows get two free buy four get four free there's no limit plus pay nothing for two full years 866-90nation or windownation.com to find out more just some highlights tonight uh do we know yet what's going on pitching wise i know max freed is going for the braves uh, the dodgers they're just doing a bullpen game tonight correct do we do we know anything more about that all right, good. That's the answer. <laughs> That's the answer. Nobody knows. Uh, game five, tonight at eight on TBS, uh, as the Braves will hopefully close it out, despite the fact that Andrew Steck is a bad person and not rooting for them. Fox, NFL Network, and Amazon for Broncos. Browns at 820. Uh, everything else sports-wise, go to glennclarkradio.com. The Capitals play the Devils at 7 o'clock on NBC Sports Washington. The U.S. women play a friendly against South Korea at 8 on ESPN2. Uh, anything non-sports-wise we need to know about? Um, True TV and Practical Jokers inside jokes at 9 o'clock. Um, it's the, the hosts talking about their favorite scenes oh, from past seasons. Okay. Um, and you asked to do the, some streaming stuff on Peacock. Snoop Dogg and Martha's oh. Very Tasty Halloween. Oh, guy cannot miss that. Snoop Dogg is dressed as Bat Dog and Martha is dressed as a witch as they judge a Halloween-themed cooking competition. That go, that's tonight. Uh, you can probably do it right now on yeah, Peacock. Yeah, they, they better be high as they're doing it is all I have to say. I've got my Thursday night set. So I'll tell you correct. that right now. Who needs football or baseball? When you got Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart, Steck, are you staying to do uh, the 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 fantasy show, or are you uh, departing? Uh, I'm here. I, I can right. hang out. All right, he's going to hang out. Uh, Tubular, go, go find the rest of it at GlennClarkRadio.com. We get it. We got to post it there with everything. Uh, go find it there. It's also been brought to you by Great Eights Memorabilia. Don't forget the Harvest of Hope fundraisers are coming up in November. You can meet for free Justin Tucker, Deshaun Elliott, Tyus Bowser, as well as there's an event that's not free, but it's a game day watch party with Ray Rice. It's happening at Jimmy's Famous Seafood. And the free events, all you got to do is bring out food items for Thanksgiving for people that need it in our community, and you get to meet these guys. Justin Tucker for free and all you got to do is take care of people in the community that need it find out more great8smemorabilia.com with the number eight great8smemorabilia thanks today to randy mueller thanks to steck uh thanks also well we had, uh, you heard tyus bowser in segment two we'll get all of it up in the greatest hits section of the archives tab at glennclarkradio.com that was the least spirited archives <laughs> archives is the that least, better for uh, you it's fine <laughs> busy show tomorrow very busy show uh kirk morrison former nfl linebacker sirius xm nfl radio and he's also doing the maryland game for espn2 on saturday so we'll talk a little bit about that a lot about the ravens 
Um, we're going to talk to Santi Aldama of the Memphis Grizzlies, who was a first-round pick from Loyola, uh, as his NBA career gets underway and much more tomorrow on the program. Thanks to everybody at PressBox, all of our great sponsors and partners, including CCBC, Glory Days Grill, Window Nation, Royal Farms, Chesapeake Employers Insurance, ExxonMobil, KNS Automotive, the Maryland Lottery, Sports and Social, Great Eights Memorabilia, the Baltimore Ravens, Maryland Department of Transportation, Underdog Fantasy Football, your local Toyota dealer, and buyatoyota.com. Thanks to Paul Valley. Follow him on Twitter at Paul Valley. The third. The third. If you don't know by now. I, I, I. That's how you follow him. It's, it's, he's an I. Some guys are I guys. Paul Valley is an I guy. That's, that's the way it works. <laughs> um, follow us at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Have a great Thursday night. Go nobody in particular. I uh, No, no. Go Braves. What are we Braves. talking about? Go Braves. Duke sucks. Ohio State sucks too. Now, if you're with us on audio, do nothing. We'll be right back. If you're with us on Facebook Live, give us a minute. Refresh. We'll be right back with the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. Welcome into the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. Glenn Clark, Paul Valley, the voice of Andrew Stecka off in the distance, and your lovely and talented host, Mr. Ken Zalis. What's going on, KZ? It's week seven. There are six teams on by, and everybody's hurt. This is going to be just Pure dandy. hell. Pure <laughs> hell this week. We're going to get to your questions. Get them in at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter, and we will pose them to KZ here shortly. Also, you can put them in the comments if you're with us on Facebook Live, and we'll get them posed to KZ. KZ, I hear you hit big on underdog fantasy football this week. I did. I played the Sunday night-Monday night combo and played five and went five for five, so I won 20 times my initial bet, so that was fun. It kind of offset what I did not do very well on Sunday, but... The big win made my week. So, yeah. Yes. Big $100 victory. Yeah. Playing yeah. all overs, too, which is the way to play. That's the way well, to play. Well, not really, but yeah. No, I, if you want to have fun, you're playing If you want to have fun, exactly. you want to root right. for points and stuff like that. Right. But, yeah, two on two on Sunday night, three on uh, three on Monday night, and uh, went well. But I'm having a ball with uh, Underdog. You can go to the latest issue of Press Box and pick that up, and there's kind of a tutorial of all the different games and, and how to play and and how you can win. So uh, I encourage everybody to go uh, check that out, either and by going to pick it up or you can check it out on PressBoxOnline.com. Well, and, and, and we're giving them some free money, too. Yeah, I mean, you get $10. You deposit at least $10. You can deposit more. But uh, if you put in the code PRESSBOX, all one word, 
you'll get ten dollars uh, to play with from your good friends at PressBox and PressBox Online. Very cool. Hey, Andrew Stecky, do you have any fantasy football questions this week for Ken Zales? My my teams are so bad that I'm not sure that they're beyond. <laughs> but my like point how. my point was, it, but do you have any questions anyway? No, no, oh. not not offhand. Oh, all right. Well, I w- that, you really ruined the bit. So yeah. thank you. For I can work. I can work on some for no, you. The bit was going to be where you say, "Yeah, I've got a question." I say, "Well, you're not allowed to answer it because I'm playing Andrew Steckett this week ah. in the Kenzales League." That oh, was, I didn't even realize that. So thanks Perfect. a lot for stepping all over the bit, you you horrible, horrendous person. Thank you for that. You're it welcome. Means, it means a lot to me. All right, uh, Casey, let's start tonight. Obviously, that's the big story this week. The Cleveland Browns are a disaster. Yeah. They're a disaster. Um, where do you have Dearness Johnson ranked? Uh, I have him 20. I believe I have him 24th this week. Uh, so he's he's an RB2. Uh, look, I mean, this is, a, this is a guy that if you're just going to look at the numbers, oh, you're going to say, oh, you know, he's got had – 90 carries, averaging almost five yards a carry over his career. Uh, he's going to get a ton of work. Yeah, Denver doesn't give up any yards. I'm, I'm on the ground. So it, it's just a tough week. I think this is uh, this is a – everybody's hurt. Six teams are on by. I know he's playing, and I don't know who else is playing after him, like on Sunday and Monday. So if you're one of the – if you're an Alex Collins owner yeah if you're an antonio gibson owner and you're like i, I don't know look he's probably going to get 15 to 20 touches if he averages three three and a half i mean maybe he gets you 10 ppr points somewhere along the way uh the 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 felton thing i mean he's not he's never received a carry in the nfl i i don't know maybe he does tonight maybe he catches a couple of balls but johnson's a pretty good let's just don't assume that johnson's going to come off on third down in all passing situations because he's a pretty good receiver uh it's just the matchup is bad the weather's going to be bad they don't have right now. We don't know if any of their starting wide receivers are going to be playing. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. Uh, we do know that that Baker's out and Keenum's in, but Keenum's. You know, they're saying they don't even practice when there's Thursday night games. So they're saying, well, he took all the number one snaps. Well, they don't practice. Right. It's just walkthroughs. It's just walkthroughs. Yeah. So he hasn't really worked with the number ones. He certainly hasn't worked with. Well, in fairness, I mean, all really the number twos. Number ones. Yeah. yeah, the number twos. I mean, uh, but we don't we don't know what's going on with with Landry. That hopefully that comes out some point this afternoon. And I know a lot. I mean, I'm in a league where, you know, if he's active tonight, I have to play Landry. I don't. I I have. That was you're, I have you're six, literally I have, mowing through my questions. Yeah, I have six people. I have six people in this league uh, on by, and there's only uh, five bench spots. So I have a problem. Um, you know, uh, it's it's it's. I know a lot of people are facing those things. So uh, who do I like tonight? A little bit, Javante Williams. I have him I at number make this one. Very clear. I have when, a twenty-one. You, let me go back to Landry for a yeah. second before. You're, you're saying if he plays. If if he's activated and he plays, you're playing him. But there's there's a you know there's obviously a level to that. Where is he ranked for you if he plays? So he's gonna be. If you go to my rankings right now, it's based on me not knowing. So he's right now he's 47. So don't don't come back and say. But you said you you don't have him as a as a wide receiver three. I'm going to have him as a wide receiver three. I'm probably going to have him because I don't think Beckham's going to play, who I originally had at 34. I'll probably have him around 35, somewhere around there. He's a wide receiver three this week. If he plays, um, 
you know, he's usually pretty safe when he plays. Uh, as far as a floor goes, six catches, 60, 70 yards, 13, 14 PPR points. Usually, you know, write that down in ink, and, and, it, and it come, it, it's usually about right. Uh, I mean, we're talking about Donovan Peoples-Jones, and I know he was a sexy waiver wire. We've been through this, folks. Stop being impressed with, with numbers. You had to watch the game. The re, uh, Yeah, he was good, but – you know, 60 of those yards or 70 of those yards was on a Hail Mary. Uh, it, it is what it is, and it's just uh, – bless you. It's just you. one of those – Yuck. One of those things that I, I, I'm not – no, I'm not trusting Donovan Peoples-Jones this week either as a wide receiver option. He's – I get that. You know, I, I, can, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe it's in Joku, you know, backup quarterbacks like the – like the the tight ends, maybe Njoku's a little bit better. Maybe uh, Hooper gets a little bit more run, but um, you know, there's not much to like. The you know, there's not much to like here. Tonight. Well, other than that, uh, how was the play, Mrs. Lincoln? Other yeah, than all that, I know. Other yeah, this is this is that. how it, this is how bad it is for me. I'm I'm planning on starting Felton tonight against Glenn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, you have to do Oy. things. I mean, I've told Oy. somebody to take a zero uh, this week with their defense. I mean, I, I just. You know, you you got to be careful this week to not let this week in fantasy ruin your season-long season. And I say that season-long season because, you know, in Dynasty you have big benches and things like that, and you're not dropping – obviously you're not dropping people. But somebody asked a question, you know, who do I, I – I need to pick up a defense. Who do I drop? Do I drop Elijah Mitchell or uh, Javonta Williams? I'm like, No. So no. So what are you doing then? You play without a defense. You take really? a zero. You take a zero. I mean, what what are defenses averaging? Four points. I hear you. Okay. I hear Your defense. You. The de- the defense. You know. And the worst thing is that the defense were the best defense he could pick up were the Jets. I mean, uh, you know what are no? Just play without a defense. All right. Um, the other storylines this week. Dawson Knox looks like he's probably going to be. I know it was bye week for him yeah. anyway. Looks like he's probably going to be out for a little while. I mean, we'll see. We had the, he's got a broken hand. Uh, keep, I, keep talking for a second yeah, while I try uh, to fix something. Paul, uh, Paul talk to, to Okay, I'll keep talking. So he's got a broken hand. Um, you know, this was the quote-unquote breakout uh, running uh, running back. Tight end for this year. You know, the, the, the Robert Tanyan of this year, if you want a comparison. Uh, you know, got a carry the other night that a touchdown that got called back. Um, so that was encouraging. And it's kind of a buzzkill that he's probably – they're not officially saying he's going to be out long-term, but, you know, the bye week, you're not going to get any information. But, yeah, looks like he'll probably miss a couple of weeks until they figure out exactly, you know, how much, what the surge if he needs surgery, and, and they'll clean up all that this week. Um, so that's, you know, in the tight end world, that's, that's a big deal. Um, you know, after – after we did our show last week, didn't they? The Ertz trade came right, down. Right. So, so yeah. I mean, now and th- you know, great news for Ertz. Great news for Dallas Goddard. Um, you know, you have starting tight ends. Uh, Ertz is probably a the way they were using Max Williams. Where, and, where are you ranking Ertz? Um, uh, he's he's a top ten guy. Okay. I mean, I mean, he's going to be, and it's not just because of the bye week. I mean, this this week um, he's ten for me uh, exactly, but. Um, you, you look at you look at most weeks, you know. Eventually, Ricky Seals Jones, but he's gonna he's gonna be a he's gonna be for sure a top twelve guy. I got Goddard at six this week, so um, you know you you have a another. If you were 
if you held on to him and, and weren't frustrated early by, you know, that he was still there and after, you know, all the trades and he was splitting splitting touches and things like that, I mean, you now have a, a starting tight end with an offense that surprisingly, um, and I say surprisingly because they really didn't do it a whole lot until this year, is using the tight end more. I mean, Max Williams mm-hmm. was a waiver wire tight end darling that was getting a lot of run and getting in the end zone and getting goal line looks, uh, red zone looks. So, uh yeah, um, um, Ertz is is uh, is a guy that you're you're firing up in most weeks. Um, you know, if uh, you know one of the other big stories that's going around is and and we again after we went off the air last week uh, is Christian McCaffrey went on IR right and we were talking about what do you do with with, with Hubbard? Yep, we were trying and, to trade him. Yeah, we're trying to trade him to the McCaffrey owner. You may have to do this in reverse now. Uh, here's the thing. Um, he was trying to get back last week, and he felt something again in the same hamstring. This this isn't good. Like, this is a guy that you know everybody came into the league, and everybody was like, you know, we're worried about his size, and we're worried about how durable he's going to be. And he was among the most durable running backs for his first three years, and now we he's played six games out of twenty two, and um. I heard somebody, and I, I, I wish I could give him credit because I, I forgot which show I was listening to, but he made the comparison of Christian McCaffrey and uh, and Mike Trout. Huh. Mike Trout huh. Mike Trout is so good and means so much to his team that he was supposed to be gone for eight weeks in the baseball season, and he was gone for 17, never played again. And – you know, it's kind of like we're not going to play Mike Trout unless he's Mike Trout, unless right. he's 100% because of the long-term ramifications. They sunk a lot of money into Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Yeah. Are you going to bring him back like they did last year for three meaningless games in weeks, you know, 13 through 15, and then he was hurt again and, you know, the rehab in the offseason? Or are you just going to say, we're not going to play him until he's healthy? Now, that may be in three weeks, but that may be in six weeks, and that may be in eight weeks, or you may not see him again this year. I, I can't predict what that is. If I'm a McCaffrey owner, I'm looking to move him. I'm not looking to sell him on the cheap. But if somebody is a Hubbard owner and, and wants to give you a low wide receiver one for him or a package of a couple of two two RB2s for him with the way bye weeks are and injuries are, I think you have to listen if you're a McCaffrey owner at this point. Okay. Okay. Keep that in mind. Uh, it's probably not what you want to hear. No, but it's not what you want to hear. It's um, the reality. It's, but, but it's the reality. You know, I, 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 Andrew Stecker, who is starting Felton tonight. Right. This is this is where we are in fantasy. Right. So if you're if you have you know if somebody can give you two guys that are that are RB two RB twos for Christian McCaffrey. I think you got to listen, depending on what your roster construction uh, you is. Don't have, I was hoping he was the one that had Christian McCaffrey. I was going to try to make him an no. option right now. <laughs> no, I actually have Hubbard. Well, well yeah, there you go. Better one well, to have at the moment. For what it's it worth. is. That is. All right. Uh, need to hone your computer skills to boost your career, or maybe you want an IT certification? CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field. And it's all tuition-free, from the basics to specialized training. We have the classes you need, from hardware to programming to cybersecurity, and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443-840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training. Before we grab our break, real quick, um, if you're Baker Mayfield owner, if you're Justin Herbert owner who's on a buy this week, 
give me an idea for some quarter. Who's an maybe underlying quarterback that hasn't been owned that you think could be helpful this week? Um, the first one I'm gonna I'm gonna say only because I was able to get him in two leagues and I was stunned, but because he's coming off the bye, he was dropped in certain situations. Matt Ryan's been really really good for about three sure. straight weeks. Um, he's in my top twelve this week. He was on some waiver wires. <sighs> I know Sam Darnold has been awful for three weeks now after being really, really good for three weeks, but they're playing the Giants. The Giants' secondary is just trash. Um, if you need it, you can go in that direction. Jameis Winston is a guy that I've seen on waiver wires um, going at Seattle. That secondary isn't good. Um, and I really, you know, if you want to, it, it's tough, but. Uh, Jimmy G on uh, on um, Sunday night, Sunday yeah. night against a de- very depleted Colts secondary. Now, maybe worth a shot coming off the bye. Uh, you know, maybe they figured out some things with Ayuk. Uh, uh, Samuel's been terrific um, the whole year. So those are some guys. If you want to trust Daniel Jones again, tough to do after last week, but. You know, he's actually ranked in my top 15 this week, so that's where we are. Yeah. With, you know, six teams are on by. I get it. Baker's out. We're not. Yeah. We're not. We're not starting Keenum anywhere. You know, um, we can't start Fields anywhere. No. Nope. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of desperate out there. All right. So. All right. And by the way, is the Devonte Booker thing dead? Like, it's just that's is that dead? It's not dead. I mean, I mean, he's still still there. He's yeah. still the starting guy. I just. It's in this week. I mean, if you have them, you're using them. But you know, when's Barkley coming back? And you know, as soon as Barkley comes back, I mean, that's that's probably dead. But he, I mean, the whole I'm trying to ignore the Giants' woes last week. I really yeah. am because you know teams have that. You know, uh, teams just have that. I mean, if 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 you were to do that locally, you never would have. Wanted to start the Ravens' defense last week against the Chargers because of what they did the sure. week before. So sure. it's a week-to-week league. I'm trying to ignore it. Early in that game, it, it looked like it was going to be another 12-target uh, uh, Tony week, and then Tony goes out with, and it kind of just never materialized. After that, you had Shepard coming back from from IR and and things like that. So it's just it was just weird. So I'm going to kind of ignore it. Um, but I know a lot of people won't and, and probably can't it's do really it. really tough. So. Every seat is the best seat at MIT Bank Stadium. Don't miss a moment of Ravens football this season. Single-game tickets now available at BaltimoreRavens.com slash tickets. When we come back in, we get to your questions. What do you want to know from KZ to set your lineups for Week 7? That's next. It's the PressBox Fantasy Football Show. Need to hone your computer skills to boost your career? Or maybe you want an IT certification. CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field. And it's all tuition free. From the basics to specialized training, we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443-840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training. 
Glory Days Grill's popular Oktoberfest menu is back, and it features their delicious chicken schnitzel, two chicken cutlets, hand-breaded in herb panko, and pan-fried until golden brown, served with mustard cream sauce, mashed potatoes, and roasted vegetables. Their menu also includes your favorites, like the Oktoberfest Brewer's Platter, Brewer's Sausage Sandwich, Prussian Pretzel Roll, Slam Dunk Pretzels, and Apple Cobbler. All of these meals pair well with their many Oktoberfest beers and Angry Orchard on draft. Dine on their patios or in their dining room, or order online at glorydaysgrill.com and pick up your favorites to take home. Glory Days Grill has been proud to serve the community for the last 25 years. Thank you, fans. If you change lanes and brake suddenly in front of my tractor trailer, I won't be able to stop. Our lives could change forever. Trucks need room to stop. Don't cut it close. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration. What's up, everybody? This is Taz Bowser. I can't wait to see you guys for the Taz Bowser Show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out, you can watch the show on live on Pressbox Facebook page or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out PressboxOnline.com slash Bowser. We'll see you all season long for the Taz Bowser Show. All right, back in here on the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. Of course, we know that sports betting is coming. I know it's been delayed. I know it's frustrating. I understand all of those things, but it is coming. That's a promise. It's going to happen. And when it does, the place to be is going to be the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel. Your chance to win big right in your own backyard. Bet on every sport with self-service kiosks and watch all the action from the best seat in the house. Make every moment more at the all-new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover. All right, KZ, we start with me because I'm the most important. Devontae Booker or Javante Williams or Khalil Herbert? Oh, let's see. They're all in that. 17 to 24 range because Booker you're going for the volume and he's the only one that's really getting carries don't <clears throat> the it's not going to be Herbert for me as long as Damian Williams it's it's really tough they when they were both there it was an even split um down the down there you can't run on Tampa anyway so I'm not not wanting if I have a better option. Um, I, I think your upside is with Williams and, and your, your safe floor is with Booker. I have Booker higher just because of the volume and there's no one to split with. It's not a terrific matchup, um, but neither is the, the Williams matchup. So it's Booker for me. Um, I, I, think that, I think the potential for the bigger game <clears> – <throat> Could be Williams if if they decide to give him twenty touches tonight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, that, that's where it is. Whereas I think Booker automatically gets twenty touches, right? And so that's where I am with those two. Uh, Chuba Hubbard or Dearness Johnson or Booker? Uh, Hubbard. Hubbard. Hubbard's in my top twelve this week. All right, very good. From Dave. Dave is this is basically the quarterback question that we were talking about earlier. We got a few of these, but yeah, just I know. for it's, the record. It's terrible. Uh Dave says his options Carson Wentz, Jameis Winston, Daniel Jones, Mac Jones. Uh, 
if you can stomach it because of the rushing, it's Daniel Jones in it's, fantasy. It's tough to stomach. If, you, if not, I mean, I, I think Wentz is going to have to throw a little bit more because they're going to be behind because the defense just can't hold up anymore. Um, so, I mean, Wentz would be would be my second choice there. I can't I can't start Mac Jones yet in a in a fantasy league. I hear you. I hear. You. I mean, he's looked good. I mean, he's looked good, but the Jets. The Jets aren't terrible on defense. Let's let's just say that. I know it's not a great offensive team, but defensively, they're not awful. Okay. They're not the Giants. Okay. All right. That's a that's a very low bar. It's a low that's bar. A very I low know. bar. Uh, from another another quarterback situation. Mm-hmm. This is uh, like me, a Justin Herbert owner. This is Chris. Says the best options. Uh, the best option according to projections on Yahoo is Joe Burrow, but he doesn't know if he can trust that after what he saw the Ravens' defense do a week ago. Says the other guys that are out there are Darnold, Tua, and Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz. No, Matt Ryan. No, no, no doubt in my mind that it's Matt Ryan. Miami has been terrible on the defensive side. Howard still, I don't believe, is back at cornerback. So I, I have I have Ryan as a top ten guy this week. And he wants to know if he should drop now this might play into the thing you were just talking about a minute ago. He wants to know if he should drop Booker or Herbert in order to pick him up. I mean, no. Uh you can't drop viable running backs right now. Um But how long are they viable running backs? I I, I don't know, but right now they are. And in t- I know next week it's only two teams on by, but then I think the week after that there are four again. I don't know if we have another one of these sixes coming up. Um, it's tough. It's tough for me to say drop a running back. I, I would. I would go if you have a backup tight end, if you have a backup defense, if you have a backup kicker, if you have two more than two quarterbacks. I don't care who they are. Pick the best one. Keep them. Drop the other one. Uh, and I mean, I hear what you're saying. Drop some. Drop somebody that there's no way you're going to use this week. Well, I mean, but they couldn't that be one of those? Isn't couldn't that be what he's saying? Is that I'm not I, using I those backs, I and so I, I, you have to have. I mean, hit me at Fans Fantasy. Show me your roster. I'll help you out. Um, but there's got to be somebody better uh, for you to drop. I, I just have to believe that. Okay, all right. That's the answer. That's, that's I, I. I can't drop those guys. And if it's if it's do if I, it was to me, do I drop Burrow if, to to pick up Ryan? Yes. If that's the last thing, they're close enough for me. No, but I mean, I okay, right. But he's saying he he needs a quarterback. He needs a quarterback. Right. He needs a quarterback. So I, it might come down to: Are you dropping one of those guys? Or are you dropping and not playing a defense this week? Well, uh, you can not play a defense. I mean, it depends who your defense is. I'm not. Personally, I'm not holding on to Booker so bad that I'm not playing the defense this week. I mean, for me, he's a top twenty back this week, though. But if you're in not my playing, rankings, if you're not playing, well, but I don't know. We you? we didn't ask that question. Yeah, I don't know fair. what his roster is. I don't. I don't think he's asking us if he's, he should be well, he's dropping. Pro- he's probably not playing one of them. Yes. I mean, if you're not, I, I, I drop a wide receiver. You're not playing. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not dropping either one of those. Send me your roster at Fans Fantasy on you know, Twitter. You know, there's six teams on a buy this. I week. know, I know. It's just, it's so hard. I, ah. Randy, uh, he gets. Uh, by the way, this is he gets back in. He just says, uh, literally the only two guys I could possibly drop. Everybody else is a player that's on a buy. The rest of my bench is Dalvin Cook, James Robinson. Uh, I could drop Jarvis Landry. I guess I'm probably not going to play him this week. Don't you have an IR spot? Oh, these leagues. Um, 
Well, none of those guys are on IR. You can't put them on IR. Landry's on IR. If he gets activated at night, you can't well, have him on Well, if he doesn't get out, I know, but I, I understand that. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess that would be the answer. If you can put Landry on your IR, yeah, do that. Yeah. But uh, I mean, if I got it. If I got to drop one over the other, um, and I'm only starting one this week, I, I guess I'm. I hate even saying this because it's recorded. Somebody could come say to me, "Well, I heard you say." I guess it's Herbert because he's lower in my rankings and he's in a share. Okay, all right. I, I mean, if that's what we have to do, that's what we have to do. I understand, boy. That was like pulling teeth. I man. know. Was, I don't like those was options. Really difficult. That was painful. From uh, Nick Kelly, Dearness Johnson, or Miles Gaskin. What do we do with Gaskin? Oh, I mean, what do we do? I, with I got no answer. I mean, that. I mean, where, where, how do we rank them? What do we do with them? Uh, it, it's Johnson. I, I, I at least we know we're going to get carries. I can't tell you what in the heck Gaskin's going to do. Does he get two carries? Does he get twelve targets? Or does he do what he did last week, which is neither of the of the two? So let, let's go with the guy I know. I think I know is going to get 15 touches tonight so, minimum. So you think you? Know. I think I know. I think you know. You I do know. know, but you have no idea. I, I, well, I have a little bit of an no idea. idea. No I have clue. a little bit of an idea. This is just a generic question from Dan. How much are you buying into T.Y. Hilton after last week? Uh, enough that 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 he's on. He should be owned everywhere. Um, if you have to start him, I think you got to feel. Where do you have him, Where do you have him ranked? Uh, I don't know. Um. You're not supposed to ask me where I have people ranked. I'm kidding. Got, it's a joke. It was a joke. I have him. I have him as a as a flex option. Um, so I have him in the 40s right now. Uh, with a couple of people, maybe are out this week. He could get inside uh, the top 40. But um, you know, San Francisco isn't the easiest matchup in the world on the road. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he's he's flex worthy this week for sure. Paul Valley, you got the uh, fantasy questions you want to get in with? My teams are garbage. So are you giving uh, up? And they <laughs> can't give up. You know, Make a trade. Waving, or you're waving the white Make flag. Make a trade. How's how's Barkley working out for you on your on your how's, IR? How's Tyson Williams working out for you? So. He's got, he's a starter this week. <laughs> what? He could be a starter this week again <laughs> and get four carries what? for six yards again. What are you talking about? He could be a starter. If Murray's this week, out. Man. Who knows? You tell me that there's no possibility yeah. that all of a sudden the Ravens say, you know what, Murray's out. We like so, the other two guys so what, in the roles. What you guys missed during break is that Paul was talking about how much his team sucked, and Ken Zalas was like, well, maybe it'd be nice if you responded to a trade offer. And then that particular trade offer, Paul, was? It was Saquon Barkley for Tyson Williams and Mike Davis, who's arguably the worst starting running back in football. Barely. Oh, I, mean, that, I, I don't know. That's a, that's a bold statement, but he's not. But, but I, this I, was in week two. This let's, was in week let's two. Let's put the context together. Right. So week two, Barkley had gone out. You have no other running backs. I have Josh Jacobs. He I was just out for that week. Exactly. I, at that point, when the offer was made, you had no running backs, and I was offering you, at the moment, two starting running backs. It's a very short-sighted trade, though, if I make it, because I'm only plan- preparing for one week what's instead your, of an entire record? season. What's, KZ, your rec- what's your record? It's 2-4. and four. KZ <laughs> is trying to make me the patsy of this league. No, I'm not. I was trying to make Paul the patsy of the league, but he won't respond to well, trade-off. He's Paul. I'm Paul. Yeah, no, no, a different one. Uh, we have two. Pauls. We have two Pauls. Who's yeah. the other Paul? Uh, we have a different one. Who's, I don't even know. Who, 
Moss. Oh, Paul Moss. Yeah. Oh, Paul from Obi-Wan. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Okay. Got it. I knew we had two. I, Andrew Steck is still alive. I know. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. The, the um, <laughs> I was like, a question for KZ when he gets a chance. We already asked if you had any questions, you. and you said you didn't. You suck. Well, I've, I've figured out that, that my – so you guys were talking about uh, – I, I want to figure out how to fix my tight end position with George Kittle down. I've been piecing it together, basically, with, with Anthony Ferkser and, yeah. and Cameron Brait. But I don't know if there's a better option out there that, that, that might be, you know, able to is, is, is in Joku or any of these guys like a better option to piece things together until George Kittle comes back from the dead. I mean, I would I would start with see if OJ Howard is still on your waiver wire because uh, Antonio Brown didn't practice uh, this week yet. He's got a he's got an ankle issue. There's some concern growing as to whether he'll play, so maybe a couple of more uh, targets go O.J. Howard because Gronk is still out. The other, the other thing that, I, that I've done with, and I'm a, a Kittle owner in a couple places, I just picked up Ross Dwelly and say, okay, they use the tight end. Dwelly's played okay. He's as good as those other options, and he plays in a more tight end, tight end uh, uh, friendly uh, offense. So I, I've, done, I've gone in that route as well. Okay. All right. All right. I don't. If it helps Andrew, I don't like it because I'm playing him. Here, now you got to help me. <laughs> now you got to help me be. Uh, uh, I thought I already helped you. In your oh no, in this in your oh. crap league where I got to play crap players because we're playing so many flexes. Uh, it's a great league. I got to yeah. play uh, from this group. I got to play two of these. I got to play Hardman, Renfro, Booker. I got to play two of them. Booker and Renfro. Actually, it was probably gonna be the two. Paul, did you actually have a question though? Like that was the part that I was trying to get to. No, this, yeah, you got it. Yeah. yeah. No, there's there's so many guys on buy that there's really no option for me. But are you, are I, but you really just saying you're giving up? Is that really no? What I'm you're I'm, I'm I'm not giving up. I'm I'm in I'm in four leagues and I have a lot of the same players and I have a lot of guys on buy. So the guys that are on my bench are guys I have to play to go on the waiver wire and pick anybody up. Now I've already done what I can. So I'm really just legitimately playing the, the guys right. that I can play. All right. All right. Very good. I love how I get a notification while we're doing the show that Andrew Steck had just made a roster. Well, yeah. I mean, he gave him the advice. That's the way that it worked. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else do we need to know for? Easy. It's like you don't have that power. Come on, man. I don't. Here, I man. don't. I don't. Um, so uh, what else do we need to know? Um, we just like uh, we've gone through this. I, I hope everybody understands that. Th- don't overreact to the the Thursday practices. Um, they don't matter anymore. Uh, you know, Ricky Seals. Oh, yeah, oh you don't understand it. Well, let me explain it to you. Let me explain it to you because Thursday practices, whether they're limited or whether they're out, it, it, it's all about Friday and in some cases Saturday. Uh, the good news we just got we just got a little bit of good news as some practice things are coming. Ricky Seals Jones returned to practice today, as did Antonio Gibson. So, um, so that's a good thing. Uh, Barkley still sidelined. Galladay still sidelined. Tony's still sidelined. Uh, Antonio Brown is still sidelined. Baker Mayfield is not going to play this week, and there are some growing concerns this may be a long-term injury because um, this is – he's, again, it's the second time he's dislocated his shoulder. It's, it's not a throwing shoulder, but they're already saying surgery is needed after the season. Um, 
one hit again, he may be really done. Sure. Um, this is, unless they decide to go in another direction after this year, supposedly this is your franchise quarterback. Yep. You get treated a little bit different when you're that guy. I uh, don't expect Odell Beckham Jr. to play tonight as well. Right, right, of course. All right. Uh, the Oktoberfest menu is available at your neighborhood Glory Days Grill. It's got the chicken schnitzel, the brewer's sausage platter, the brewer's sausage sandwich, the apple cobbler, and so much more. Find out more at glorydaysgrill.com. You can put your orders in to pick up the night and bring home for dinner. Of course, you can also hang out there on the patio or inside at your neighborhood Glory Days Grill. If you didn't get your question in, at Fans Fantasy on Twitter is how you do it. KZ will get them answered. I did come up with one question. I'm so sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go I, mean, ahead. I, I don't mean no, to interrupt ahead. you. I, go ahead. I, I apologize. Go ahead, I do Paul. have one question. Is T.Y. Hilton a viable option? Yes. We just, we just don't listen to the show. Yeah. <laughs> just talking about T.Y. Hilton. No, just He's flex worthy for he, sure this week. Well, okay. Okay. Because uh, I, I didn't realize that Antonio Brown might not play. Yeah. And no, so he would I be, have T.Y. Hilton on my bench. Yes. He would be. He would. Uh, don't go pick somebody up. Just, just flip uh, Hilton in there. Okay. All right. Very good. Uh, KZ will be back next Thursday at 1130 a.m. ish for the next Press Box Fantasy Football Show. Andrew Stecka, you're it's at a Stecka, correct? Yes, I had a step good. Thank you for your dynamite uh, additions. Thank you for, for sticking around today. Um, appreciate it, pal. We'll talk to you. Let's do this again in a couple weeks, all right? Sounds good, man. This has been the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. Hey, you still there? I am. Uh, oh, you know what? Hit the...